One, oh, two, hey, yeah. we are rolling. The so we'll just give that to Patreon? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Everything we just did just goes to Patreon? Yep. Yep. That all That's my sex noise. Can all we also, like, when you get steaks, even though you don't make steaks, but like, if you're to, like, st- trim your steaks at your house, uh, can we just, like, send Patreon all the fat? That's well? not fat. That's a genuine pleasure to receive that. I have an idea for a <laughs> Patreon bonus content. Uh, a cooking thing with Mike. Oh, pretty good. I don't know how to cook. Exactly. Yeah. Mike, do you don't understand how the internet works? You want to do it next week? Sure. What do you, what do you, want, what do you want me to make? Holla mm. bread. Holla bread. Holla bread. Oh, let's not go to bread. I don't want to make bread. That sounds like an investment. <laughs> I'm going to start making bread. How about just like bacon and eggs? Can you make me bacon and eggs? Can you make bacon and eggs? I can eggs? definitely make bacon and eggs. Okay, then it has to be harder. Can you make... When's uh, the last time you made bacon and eggs? Probably uh, within the last week. Oh. Really? In the house? No, I took a couple of people out to breakfast a few days ago, and uh, we had bacon and eggs. No, no when is the last time you Christ. made bacon oh, and oh. eggs? 25 years. <laughs> When's the last time you prepared? <laughs> it went from a week ago to 25 years. Wait, when's the last time you cooked anything that wasn't microwavable in your house? Never. Never in, mm. this, never in this place. Do you get a gas bill? Uh, I do, because the heater's gas. But it's the summer, so you must correct. Not. It's like eleven dollars. That seems high. I think Mike, it does. I think I think you should try to live a week on no microwave and no eating out. Just skillet. But he'll just have sandwiches. I did try that a few weeks ago to an extent, and I bought those soups from Costco. That mm-hmm. faux microwavable soup. And I bought two jars of almond butter. And what I do in the morning, what I, just you like put almond butter in the pho. Almond no, butter is no, no good. Here's way. what I do when I feel like I need ener- energy. I take it's no good for you, or you don't like it. I don't like oh. two teaspoons. I came around on it. It's really good on bananas. It's oh, unbelievable. Shit, it's really I had it at it's the so uh, good on bananas. I had it at the kids space at uh, kids museum yeah. in Pasadena, yeah. and I got it with uh, some some old stale celery, uh. and it was gross. It was really it was I my disagree. first experience with almond butter. It's a little grainy. It's like if they took sawdust instead of peanuts and made it into butter. You got to get used to the grit. And then the lack of creaminess and sweetness and goodness. I like crunchy really. almond butter. If you get the right kind, and you mix it up, mm-hmm. then you get the because the oil separates. You gotta. You Have you seen the prices on almond butter? Uh, I go to Costco. Oh, I see in, prices. Yes, I've but they're for vats. All my for money, vats. all my four hundred one k is in uh, almond, almond, butter, almond butter futures. Uh, you know where you should uh, invest because I think it's the future of ice cream. My ass. Uh, creamistry. Creamistry. Creamistry? Is that how you say you texted it? texted me about it. It must be good. Holy shit, this place. Now, why is it better than regular ice cream? Because they make each scoop by hand right there in front uh, of you with the, smoke uh, and nitrous. Is this the rolling shit? They roll it? I don't know about rolling, dude. I haven't done acid oh. or, or how do they do that? quite some time. How do they do that? Uh, you, you make an order. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, uh, they tell you the prices. You become enraged. Because it's, it's, okay. it's ridiculous. Then once call, you walk outside, you go back in, get in line again. <laughs> yeah, there's and an area for people that have, haven't ordered yet, and there's people who have ordered there's and are punching waiting. bags against the wall. We walked in, we're the first two people in there, and uh, she's like, hi, hello, you ever been here before? Which is always kind of like a, a red I flag. I hate when yeah. they ask you if you've been here before. Me too. First of all, if I don't I go, go in there restaurants do it because if they have an obscure menu and they go, have you ever been there before? You can say, no, what should I order? Mm-hmm. No, I don't like it. I don't like, like it. I don't like it. It's hamburger f- and fries. Fake, like uh, no. I like when unique, I go to a restaurant when I don't recognize anything on the menu. I like what, it like when a they French tell restaurant? me what to get. I oh, well, what I'm saying is this is fake, like uh, upscale. Christ, what are the words I'm trying to say? It's like fulsome, well, like friendliness. <laughs> fake yeah. friendliness. Yeah. It's like because yeah. if no, they no. say, "Have you been here before?" Yes. Well, wonderful. Welcome back. And if you say no, they're like, well, thank you for joining. I don't need either of those interactions. Yeah, I don't yeah. need either ha- of those. Ask me if I've been here before. Have you been here before? Why? 
<laughs> Let's bad. try that. Let's try that next time. That's not too bad. It's not too shabs. Please Why? do that. Where is it that they always ask you if we've Are been here before? And I oh, always staples, have to say, when, oh, yeah. when you walk in, they all say hi. They stop what they're doing and say hi. The entire they're, store. They're, they turn. That's, that's their stable. Hi. Hello. That's where I eat. They have a candy section. I love going I to Staples and using the uh, using that auto checkout while they're just standing there. <laughs> I saw a bail bonds car. <laughs> you today. just stare at the checkers and you do their job for them. You saw a bail bond. Oh, we're, you know what? We're gonna do bond, uh, bail. Okay, we're okay. gonna do a Patreon on bail. Okay? This is good because I would like to learn how it works. Yes. I always wonder why it's ten percent. Anderson and I know a that's lot how about they make their big bail bonds. That's how they make their money. But right. I saw a bail bonds car go by me today, and I was like, "Sorry for you, buddy." Yeah, we're gonna because since they outlawed bail, I don't even know. I I know very little about. I know that bail is no longer a thing. I don't know how far that expands. I don't know if it's nationwide, yeah. worldwide, no. county. I don't know. I don't Calvary worldwide. Do they make laws worldwide? worldwide. Uh, we've got a worldwide we are the world law We had to do the now. NWO. So we are going to do a Patreon on bail perhaps as early as next week. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. We you also guys have in? a photo shoot next week for Zoe's picture. Yeah, because some asshole forgot to bring okay, his shirt. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to say Blood that it's Eagles. Anderson. The Blood-Eyed Eagles shirt. Uh, we'll, be, we'll do a photo shoot for Zoe, the listener who made them for us next week. Okay. We didn't finish Mike's story about pouring almond butter in his pho. No, I don't. I I, I, I was reading uh, online about the amount of protein sure. it has. So what I do is okay, when I'm, I'm feeling weak, I eat two teaspoons of it. Do you feel strong thereafter? Not strong necessarily, but I feel like I've got some protein in me. You still have access to a printer? No. Hmm. You should find someone who does and make little spinach labels and put it on the almond butter and feel like Popeye. That is not a bad idea. Not terrible. That's a good diet. Just put spinach labels on it. On everything. Spinach labels mind on over those matter. circus cookies right there, those yeah. red vines. You could do a little test on mind over matter. Like if your brain really believes you're like eating the greens. I'm just eating spinach. Yeah. Uh, that's creamery. So you walk into Creamistry, right? Creamistry. There's only two in the LA area, so I don't know if they're new or if they're starting to spread. That explains like, why I haven't been there before. I said Is to there Jillian. A line? I walked in where there were only two in there. It was okay. like uh, probably two thirty in the afternoon, like on a. On and it a, only took forty seven minutes yesterday. because they make it by hand right there. Tuesday. Was there any uh, cute ladies working there? Because I feel like that's usually a staple of those like bougie ice cream places. Or if I well, want Mike to try it sooner than later, exactly. I could say yes. in the beginning. Well, there was a, a woman there that I believe had a vagina, so that should do it. For in Mike. the beginning, you know what I mean. I'm not that kind of person. I'm a gentleman. No, and, but uh, if she has a vagina, she's cute to you. I don't know, but uh, that's lowering. That is uh, bar's pretty low. I find that offensive. <laughs> I just like women. Yeah, I know. That's what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm what I... I'm to have sex with them. No, but you like them. Yeah. 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 So, they she smell says... smell good. They're soft. You haven't been here before. It's almost creepier to be like, I don't want to have sex with them. I just, <laughs> I just, I just like women. Get them alive and make <laughs> leather boots. <laughs> no, never been here before. Okay, here's how it works. You can get a one scoop for five ninety five, or you can get a, t- a, a medium size for eight ninety five, or you could add with a cone. And uh, yeah, there are medium sizes come with cones. There are like, medium I, sizes. Are medium sizes. Mm. So I'm like, all right. And then she's like, and it's like the Chipotle uh, style, right? Which I said to my wife, I said to Jillian, like, when did everything become the Chipotle model? Whereas like you pick your protein, and then you pick mm-hmm. your style, and then you pick. That's exactly. How Wait, you love Even poke. McDonald's. That's what poke is. I know they stole it from Chipotle. 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 Like Why is there Chipotle? They just Chipotle's not out of business. Chipotle. Yet. They kind of Chipotle because Chipotle. Chipotle. they're nice to their pigs. They're 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 no, but I mean they, they poisoned a bunch of people with poop and then and the, they died. That's fine. 
We all gotta go. What about sugar smacks? Like, there's a salmonella outbreak with sugar smacks right now. There is. Yeah. Okay. God damn, I have not had sugar smacks in some is time. It sugar smacks or honey smacks? It's uh, sugar smacks, isn't it? It was sugar smacks when we were kids. I think they changed. They it. probably changed. They might have changed it to honey yeah, smacks. You can't call things sugar anymore. The frog. Why, yeah. Why was the frog the spokesperson for that? They gotta, it you, tastes like frog. You gotta have a uh, cute little animal that mm-hmm. does your thing. You can't. The toucan was toucan was taken. taken. Yep. The uh, tiger. Tiger was taken. Right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the f- leopard's taken with the old Cheetos over there, right? Uh, yeah, the giant, leopard, the, the gigantic cheetah. jug of Kool-Aid guy cheetah. was taken. Yeah, <laughs> the Flintstone guys were taken. Mm-hmm. Get toes out, baby. All right, toes get your, out. Get your toes back in there, Tyler. No, Don't Mike's take off toes your shoes are out. and socks. Mike's toes are out. My toes, toes out. are out. Welcome to the toes out Hold podcast. Ah! Tyler. Oh, relax. So. Uh, I say, okay, I'll just have the cookie Finally, butter. Finally, Tyler becomes an old man with, oh, relax. I'll order the cookie butter. <laughs> leapfrogs us, finally. That's what, that's what Mike, remember him going on and on about cookie butter a couple years ago? I don't remember he, that. He was obsessed with cookie butter. I don't remember that. I remember that. Speculos, that one. And the then one Jillian got the... Uh, Jillian got the old the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the green mint chip or whatever it is, right? Ooh, mint chip, ooh, good choice, Jillian. Good so choice. after you got approved for your bank loan, we go sit down, right? <laughs> it was it was like fifteen seventy five. Yeah, for that's a lot for two scoops of ice cream. Two scoops, yeah. You can have but two you of those like giant. Oh, the cone. Yeah. Yeah. These buckets. Now they hand make the cone as well. Okay, In and the, the cone. Say, salt and straw is like six bucks a scoop too. I don't know what salt and straw is. So, uh, the the the, the cone is not. Up to a snuff as far as being able to support the weight of yeah. of ice yeah. cream, so mm. they have to put it in a cup, which I find a little odd. Yeah, that's okay. a little bit yeah. uh, that's like, like a waste. But they made it themselves right then and there. Yeah, good. So she starts. She she gives the order to uh, the guy, can and you, he can starts you going to work. A seagull with that cup. He starts going to work, and I see him, and he's like taking stuff, and it's like really is like chemistry, and I'm there with Atticus, so the boy is like enjoying himself every time mm-hmm. he. What they do is like they take the the liquids and then they like inject uh, nitrous like directly into it, so it like freezes it right then and there. And they have this big long like a uh, couple paragraphs long uh, explanation, big on the wall, explaining how they make their ice cream. And he literally makes the fucking ice cream right there, scoop by scoop, with all the ingredients. They put all the ingredients, and in. there's two different uh, forms where they got to put it in a big mixer where they're injecting nitrous into it. And then here's your ice cream that we just made from scratch. It's like somebody went to Cold Stone and said. I can do better than this, this. place. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you guys. I feel like too fast. we'll make it from the the get go. So that, yeah. I said to Jillian, I'm like, how how does this place uh, they function have a, they when there's have like a twenty people in here standing on a shelf behind the counter, and you and just, just go, go up and just right off the. So I don't know how it works when there's like twenty people in there. Uh, it might be a while. I but think it's it theater. Fantastic. I think the guy's doing all that. Psh, 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 then he puts in the machine, and there's just a person inside I that said machine. Said that to Jillian. Oh, I didn't say that. There's a person. Oh, in just there, a hand reaches up with an ice cream cone. No, they I, hand it you, to behind all the fog. They hand it to the guy, and uh, then he gives it to you. The like fog. They, they, they have the they have the smoke. <laughs> the so nitrous like it's, fog. What do you want the, from me? The smoke actually billows out yeah. like yeah. onto the floor, yeah. and uh, it's it's pr- it's it's it is theater. And I think they might crank up the the level of uh, vape. Uh, they stole that part from Benny Hanna. Yeah, they just have Pretty fog good. juice back there. Um, I I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna go check it out. Report. They have one in Calabasas, right down the street from me. And Calabasas in Beverly Hills, Bath the, Hills. Uh, Calabasas. Salt and straw has been my favorite up until this point. Salt and straw. It's my favorite ice cream flavor right now. The black olive brittle, which oh. does not. Did sound I go like there with you? I feel like you dragged me there. I don't believe. I thought so. it was just called salt, though. <laughs> no. No. Black is it like uh, is it like a by Broadway like in L.A. like kind of an no, sketchy? No, there's, there's actually a new one on Ventura now. But what's the one that you took Larchmont me to? Larchmont was the original. It's the one that you took me to. Jillian and I both went there, and there was like a weird antique place across the street. Oh, Bubbles and Fish. Oh, on 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 Beverly. No, it was like in a weird sketchy part of L.A. 
I don't kind remember. of by USC. Milk, was an, milk I, I took you to an ice cream place. I by think USC. you and you and Tara used to go there all the time. I don't remember. Why would I go there? Uh, Let's oh, get off the subject. Crumble I'm bored sluts. With it. It's not crumble sluts. Ice cream talk. <laughs> <laughs> I need my tree. I need my sock. Was That's it, not a good name. Was it chip chaps? I don't like it. It was not chip chaps. Was it more toes out? Okay, chip chaps is actually a good. Everyone's name. got their toes out. This is kind of grossing me out. Chip by chaps, the way, like, I started it. Chip chaps, like an old timey, like soda jerk kind of looking dudes who drive around like an ice cream truck, but it's all like retro. Mm-hmm. Really? In your neighborhood? No, I'm saying that would be a good He's idea. Creating this as he goes. The chip chaps truck. How come no chip one's chap- done that with an? Uh, had not built an old fashioned ice cream truck and and pretty much advertised as we are yeah. not molesters exactly i was just gonna say how come no one's tried the the, the ice cream truck model yeah that doesn't involve selling drugs yeah that? yeah that doesn't involve a guy who looks like he can't get a job <laughs> and plays cool music other than creepy circus music yeah why isn't someone just like playing the hits oh, oh i would hate pay. that so Ask much at bmi i would hate that so much if you like hear the Rolling Stones like barreling towards your street, what if you unless heard Ween? How fast song, would you run outside if they were playing? Unless Ween? it's that song that makes you think that you're in a, a what's this fuck movie? Vietnam <coughs> film? No, no. Jesus, are you okay? No, you I'm get not. Choked up when he talks about Vietnam. My God, yes. Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna start telling people thank you for your service all the time. So, uh, kind of a big, big day today as far as politics. I'm, and, uh, I did not follow anything, and I feel like I'm out of the loop, and I feel like uh, I missed out on a, on a breath of fresh air. It's just kind of cool when things happen where you're like, this is going to be in the history books, and people will be reading about this 100 years from now, the thing that happened today. Lodestar. Like, Lodestar. When, I, like Lodestar. when I quit my job? Yeah. People will not be reading about that, Michael. He did it. <laughs> he quit. Jim no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem like you quit because you still hang out there. He doesn't want to have sex with women. He just likes them. We'll be driving an ice cream truck soon. Molesting <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> A big sign in the back. I only molest 18 and over. With their consent. Yeah. But that's added. That's like scribbled on. <coughs> mm. All right, yeah, so uh, today's the day, the day that we record this is the day that the uh, the op-ed or off-ed piece, as it's also referred to. <laughs> Did I say back. off-ed? I said off-ed a long time, oh. ago, long time ago. But the op-ed piece was released uh, in the New York I Times. I thought we weren't going to talk uh, about this. Ooh, no one said that. We can talk about it in a non-biased fashion. And uh, yeah, it's uh, and we're going to find out who it is. And uh, I, I know guess we're definitely going to find that's the crazy thing about it is like there's no way this stays secret. At some point, we'll, well find out. Who I it think is. there's, there's a, a lot of tension in the White House right now. Not Lodestar. just with what I'm excited about, too, though. Lodestar is total chaos. All right. Because I, I, I don't know. I don't know how, where you guys stand on this, but like you know, I've, I've been suffering through like uh, uh, Nixon movies and JFK shit and okay. all this stuff uh, because I watch movies and you know okay. I, I, I love thought you meant like in recent. But it's like oh, it's all like you know dated history to me, yeah. and I, I didn't live it, and you know it's like uh, yeah. glorified. Like the, the the baby boomers have been just over hyping and and and. I shouldn't say overhyping because the Vietnam War was pretty big and the civil rights. There's a lot of uh, crazy shit that happened. Thank you for your service. But, 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 you know, like, it's like, thank you for your service. As far as the baby boomers are concerned, like, they're, them growing up in the 60s is like the only thing that fucking matters. And you don't understand that it was such an important time. Like, the shit that's going on now is like insane as well. And the movies and stuff that are going to be coming out of this 20 to 30 years. In, uh, maybe within with, for the next twenty to thirty years, there's going to be incredible well, movies. How, can, how are you diminishing the '60s? Because that was such a con. That was such a change from the innocence of the '50s. It was. It was. I, I'm kind of going the, off of the sexual revolution through the Vietnam War through the end of the '70s. Did you say sex? 
Burr, did, Burr had a, a bit of a rant about baby boomers thinking they're self-important and thinking that uh, that, you know, like their time is the only but time. Aren't that they was the greatest really generation? No, that's the generation before them that won World War II, and then they came home and they had oh, a bunch of the yeah. baby boomers Fuck who are uh, maybe the most selfish generation yeah. we've ever had, and yeah. they're the ones that are painting the hit their own. They're crabs, the ones that raised lobsters, us, right? Yes. Shrimp, yeah, they're right? Bad. They're mussels. Bad. <coughs> uh, where did I say scallops? What, 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 where did the seafood uh, reference? The, they're the most shellfish generation. Uh, I said selfish. Uh, oh, <laughs> I thought you said shellfish too. I was confused. <laughs> but like that stupid movie. Speaking w, of sh- speaking that of stupid sh- movie W by uh, by Oliver Stone came out, and you know, with uh, Josh Brolin, and it just it was what it was. I it didn't wasn't see that. It. But the movie, like the movie that's going to come out, God knows when. You know, hopefully not too soon, but maybe five years from now. Yeah. About today, about what's going on, like in the White House today, with I the fucking so. running around and the like. I, I read a quote. They somebody from inside the White House said it was like one of those moments where like everything in the White House was like the calls coming from in the house like one of those horror <laughs> movie <laughs> moments just complete and total chaos and then Trump comes out right and I'm, I'm in my backyard Atticus was taking a nap so I got to watch and uh, oh, the, the horse comes out of the hospital mm-hmm. and he's <laughs> Frazzled, like he was like thirty minutes late to some meeting that he's supposed to have with all, all the sheriffs from yeah, across yeah, the, yeah. the country. Yeah, and they're all applauding him, and he's totally playing. Oh, it was so weird. <laughs> he was playing to them. But were he, they on horses? <laughs> they weren't. They were just standing there, <sighs> and all of them were just as white as can be. Right? They're just all like just very white sheriffs yeah, who are yeah. Trump lovers, and they're applauding whenever he says, "I've created four million jobs." They all start applauding. He realizes the applause is coming from them, so he starts. <laughs> ignoring the camera and now he's just kind of talking to them <laughs> and then he goes back to the camera and he's talking about how pathetic it is with i'm, I'm paraphrasing but how pathetic it is about the uh the, the op-ed piece and the whistleblower and the, and he's talking about the woodward book that's coming out next week and how yeah. it's it's just frivolous and there's no truth to it and then he's like struggling to get something out of his inner breast pocket and he pulls <laughs> I didn't see this. I don't know what you He pulls doing. out like a piece of paper and then she can see it's like highlighted, like yellow highlights, and he just starts reading off his accomplishments. Things that he's done good in the last two mm. years of his presidency. I've been yeah. a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> talking mm. about the jobs that he's created. He's talking about the uh, the Olympics, how he's brought the Olympics back to the United States. <laughs> uh, World Cup. That yeah, Those guys are in there right now. You, you know the World Cup. Everyone loves soccer. It's funny. Uh, talking about that. Watching him disintegrate. <laughs> And then he says this. He goes, it's very, very sad that the outlets like uh, CNN, I'm watching this on CNN. It's so yeah. surreal yeah. still to hear yeah. like you know, CNN be bastardized with their Chiron on at the bottom. And he goes, uh, outlets like CNN and New York Times, uh, you know, w- when I'm not here, and he pauses, hopefully six and a half years from now, he, play, he, he, he says it to the sheriffs who are all I like, did, yeah, I didn't see that. I get it. That. And he goes, uh, when I leave office... They're both gonna shut down. They're, there's not gonna be not gonna be any more CNN or, or New York Times because there'll be nothing left to talk about. He really believes in his mind that there will be nothing left in the world to talk about once he's not president. Like they're just, uh, we'll, we'll all just be sitting around going, "What are we talking about?" Isn't this just now? Like an amazing lesson in total and complete narcissism? Like uh, when yeah. a person who thinks the world revolves around them gets into a position of super high power, mm-hmm. like you get to actually what do you mean? witness it. What do you mean? Thinks. <laughs> it revolves around me. And then I guess the horse went back into the hospital and uh Lodestar. That's his horse's name, Lodestar. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean by the way? What is Lodestar? I don't know. Mean? I don't know what it means. I Could, just, does Pence know what it means or did Well there was a there was a, like a mini series called Lone Star, I think. No, I think he's saying Lodestar. Oh, Lodestar. Yeah, it's like a porn term. It's what? Where, it's where yeah, you, it's, it's a money Norse, shot Peter on the star of the film. He's the Lodestar. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. 
You think you Pence know? was throwing out a porn term? Absolutely. He loves his sex and he loves it to impregnate. Oh, boy. A star that leads. Oh, women. it's like the North Star, something that serves as an inspiration model a or guide. A beacon? Oh, there's a movie coming out called Trump Prophet, and I kind of want to go see it. And? Just to see what the audience is like. It's only playing two days, September 6th and 9th. I don't know. I forget. That's only like uh, tomorrow. He 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 also <laughs> tweeted that uh, who that the New York Times owes it to the country for yeah. national safety to, <laughs> to reveal, reveal who it is and turn them over to the government. <laughs> what? You, Can you imagine psycho. if he had absolute power though? Like he would kill. This and person. then he followed that up with a tweet that just said, "All caps, treason?" Question yeah. mark. Yeah, I I saw like, that. What the I saw fuck, that. dude? All right, so it's so sad. There's there's it's a, so a book that was written about a ex-firefighter who tells this story and it's right up it sounds a lot very similar parallel to like people that see aliens okay mm-hmm. tyler you might actually get this and enjoy it and and what kind of aliens we're talking about legal or is that something like he saw a bunch of little devils in the fire 2011 it's 2 a.m in the morning 2 a.m and in the morning that's redundant and he can't sleep this this ex-firefighter mm-hmm. he wakes up he's pacing around he's he doesn't know what's wrong a firefighter with him. he's an ex at ex, this point ex-firefighter he's no longer firefighting oh. not sure why he's an ex-ex-ex firefighter turns on the tv c-span's on why a c-span is on an ex-firefighter's uh television is, is beyond me but i thought they only watched adam 12 but i guess he also i know what they watch because i've been in a fire station while yeah. they're sitting around watching tv born girls gymnastics oh is that on all the time I don't know. I've been like I've been to my cousin's firehouse in t- in Tucson. Seasonal thing, and uh, they're all sitting there just staring at girls doing gymnastics. Oh, I feel like maybe what? you went there once, visited for a half hour, and that's what happened to me that's on TV. First impression. And in Mike's mind, in Mike's world, that's, that's all, all they, they watch every time he walks past the firehouse. That's here's what, what I know doing. about firefighters, <laughs> and that's why Mike's been looking into how old can you be to join the fire department. <laughs> what about age volunteers? limits? <laughs> Do you, do you need like a desk manager? <laughs> I, uh, I here's what I know about firefighters. They spend a lot of time driving to places they're not needed. They love that pole. They cook spaghetti and wash <laughs> the do. fire truck. And they make they uh, do wash the fire truck they, a lot. They yeah. make uh, uh, every pancakes shift. pancakes for little leaguers. Every I think sh- um, they do. Yeah, I every- think being a firefighter is one of the coolest jobs. I just think I wish you had your own room. <laughs> So I think it depends on like where you're a firefighter because some of the richer neighborhoods they have like amazing firehouses and some of their ones are like. Are you kidding me? That fu- the the one on Coldwater on Mulholland off of Coldwater or on Coldwater, it's got like. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Two hundred yeah, degree yeah. views of yeah. just all yeah. sweeping the one, views. The one in Malibu LA. has views of the ocean. Yeah, there's two in the Hollywood Hills, and they Who both do you have to are kill to get that two post? of the most outstanding pieces of property in LA. Period. Yeah. Like I like it. Lauren ran into some of the firefighters at like Trader Joe's near us, and uh-huh. Zach was like, "Oh, like, like they're running a train on mommy." And uh, they, uh, you guys are just not gonna, you're just gonna let that joke. Even I was like, a oh, train that was too mommy. far. That was too far." Because he went, "Oh," about <laughs> Lauren seeing firefighters. Whatever. Um, it was more of a, "Oh," let's have, "Oh." Mm, okay. <laughs> So they they're like, oh, you like the truck, little dude? He's like, yeah, whatever. And they're like, just come by any. How about the train? They said, come by any. <laughs> yeah, come by any fire station anywhere, anytime. Just come on in. What we'll dicks. show you the trucks and like show you like. <laughs> they can't say that. Yeah. Now she's beholden to take him to no, the they fire do it. station. They do it. I've I know, it. but like, it's it's. She doesn't want to have to deal with that every time she's driving by. My, when my nephew was born, my brother took him to the firehouse like once a week, and they would just let him sit in the truck and do stuff. Yeah, also, we did it a couple that's weeks got, ago. That can't be. 
They can't be like come by any time. You know, they're just like, oh, fuck. Hey, if you can drop a baby the off there, you can bring your live kid by. <laughs> there's people. I think they, they drop wanna, off live. They want to see the baby. trucks. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. They actually have a guy. Like, I think it's probably usually the youngest guy because we just went a couple weeks ago. And uh, a young guy, before we even got to the mouth of like the entry, he was already out there like, hello, welcome to the fire station. Like, I don't know if they have a camera. Pros- or prospect? Is he like a prospect? Like the, like the he seemed like a young guy. Have you been here before? He was the guy we talked to. I saw like older guys behind him with like handlebar mustaches and they were yeah. just ignoring us. They were just like, oh, I think I don't have to do that anymore. And he was like answering my questions and Atticus was just like kind of being a little shithead and he was like scared and he was tired so he wasn't having the greatest experience but he was up on the truck trying to put a hat on him and he was like throwing it off. But uh, I asked my my big question is because the, 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 the fire trucks up mm-hmm. close are fucking shiny and, yeah. and yeah, super clean. clean. And I'm like, like what kind of wax you got on these? How bad often boys? do you guys wash this? He's washes. He said every shift. I'm like, oh, that's not bad because I always thought I had always heard that firemen work in like three day shifts, right? It's like three days on, four days off. Uh, he's like, no, uh, shifts are twelve hours. I'm like, you wash it twice every twenty four hours? He's like, yes, we do. I'm like. What the Jeez. fuck? Like, is why? That? It just why? does not make sense to me because it's going to get filthy dirty every time you go to a fire. Why not just give it like a month? I know. I don't. Clean I, the windows. I think it's just like they're idle hands, right? They don't want to have like nothing to do. Firefighter like, pride. Let's just wash the fire truck again. Maybe it's because those trucks cost 800 grand and no, they want to keep it. It's because you keep bringing your nice. grubby ass toddlers around who <laughs> get be their hands all over yeah, the truck. It could be that. Maybe. How do we get here? Leno's got a fire truck. How do we get here, though? We were talking about something else these. with fire trucks and. It's weird to me that Wait, firemen we going get so much now. respect and cops don't get respect, but I know why. Actually, I've, his his he has a like an old timey like eighteen nineties like steam engine yeah. fire truck. Who yeah. does? And Leno, and uh, the guy who now is the digital producer and other stuff for his uh, um, Jay yeah. Leno's garage yeah. that I used to work with at the Tonight Show when I was there for like the last six months of that death rattle of a show. Um, his his dad is the guy that Jay flew out from like Connecticut or something to work on the steam engine fire truck. He's like he's the only guy in the country that like knows wow. how to work on these things. Wow! So he flew him out. He's like, hey, you know, I have a son who like wants to get into like TV. He goes to Emerson, like, and he's like, oh yeah, sure, yeah sure, give me a job. Yeah, he got him a job, and now he's like a like Emmy award winning producer for him. Hmm. Look at that. Makes me feel like shit. That, if you want to get into showbiz, folks, find a old timey steam engine and get your dad to learn how to fix them. Yep. That's the key. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck were we talking about? That I don't got us know. To firemen and fire engines because we had we we're on a roll about something yeah. else. Load start. Was that it? No. You know what? I, you know what? I hope. Oh, I, gymna- I hope I'm no, not. Wait, no, I hope I'm not repeating myself. Uh, but it just occurred to me why people love firefighters and they hate cops. Well, okay, give us your opinion. No, but I'm. You know, because cops are every time you call the cops, it's always bad. Oh, fires are good. <laughs> no, but they're coming for good always. Like they're never coming to close your party down. Right. They're never coming to bust you. Sometimes Ooh, they, they should. You know what? You're no, right. They Sometimes they you're over capacity. Yeah. The fireman's the fire guy marshal. Split. They should show up to loud to noise complaint parties and just blast the the house with hose through the window. <laughs> How awesome would that be? You know what the big reason is? Firefighters <laughs> never squirt black people in the back. Well, they definitely did. In like the sixties, remember? Have you not? Yeah, but you're you not gonna out, die. Like when you a cop, blocked out when that a footage of them you. hosing people down the sidewalk in Alabama. Okay, you're right. I forget I said. I'm gonna delete that part. I believe that was cops that just got fire hoses. And they They're like, them. lock up the firemen. <laughs> Send a bunch of toddlers to the firehouse. We need their trucks. Well, you remember like uh, from gangs in New York, uh, and this that was based on reality. Like there, there were a bunch of different gangs. I drink it up. Yeah. I drink, firehouses. I drink the gangs of New York, <laughs> and they would compete over right? the drink fires. Your fire. That's the movie, right? 
No, I, that was that was crazy to me. It is. It was. Yeah. yeah. The and plug uglies. I think that's why they were called the plug uglies because they would plug. They up would the put f- like a can on top of the fire hydrant and yeah. sit on it until their guys got there. Yeah, they're like, trying no. to get them off. They'd, firefighters would get there and they'd be like, "No, yeah, we're waiting for our people to come because you don't, you can't get credit for putting this one out." They're like, hey. "No one's going to put it out because it's burning to the ground." That's right. What are you going to do? Hey, sucks to suck. Eh? <laughs> what it's changed do? quite a bit from hey, back in bing. those days. Yeah, Damn it! What were we talking about? Uh, we talking fire, talking they had like the, they have the nice firehouses. This Mike, is rare though. Usually Mike we come back. Like it it's not because nice because you all sleep in the same room, and I don't room. like that one bit. Uh, all right, I had a high fifteen-year-old thought the other day while in line uh, at, a, at a fast food joint getting dinner for my wife. Okay, uh, McDonald's. We all have a death date. We all have it, but we don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah, and it's so weird that it comes and goes every single year, but we have no idea what it is. And it would be such a momentous occasion. It'd be like your birthday. When but 12, we don't know what it is. When 1201 clicked over, you'd be like, ah. Oh. But it would be like, oh, I have exactly 12 years to live oh. from this day. You know what I mean? Yeah. How much would our attitudes no. change? No, 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 no. What if you just are told it's like September 8th is your death day, but not you don't know what year. So it's weird every year you're September like, 8th. You're like, oh, <laughs> boy. And you just sit in a room all day long, mm-hmm. like doctors do without insurance. Yep. And just, you, just, <laughs> you would build. You know what? We could we could market giant metal boxes with comfortable chairs and, and oxygen and everything. What, what Tyler's referring to is we're talking about how none of us had insurance. This is like three or four yeah. years ago at yeah. Loveline. How we just were growing adults. And I don't think you had insurance either, like Tyler. Eight years right? ago. Yeah, no, I didn't. It was like eight years ago. And uh, Drew's like, are you guys crazy? You're insane. How do you? I have double insurance. I have double health insurance. Like, all right. Dr. Drew, you're rich. I'm like, Drew, what would you do if like tomorrow, starting like 12 o'clock tonight, you didn't have insurance for a full 24 hour period? What would you do? He's like, just sit in a room and I want to move. God. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, doing a and lot of crazy what, shit. The best thing about that is that's true. It's that's probably exactly totally true. what he would no, do. The best thing about it is, as soon as we got insurance, all of us bought skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best thing about it. We immediately went, let's fucking break something. That was and my whole motivation. Did. That was my whole motivation. Did you break something on a skateboard? Yeah, remember I broke my, I, sh- I fractured my elbow. Oh, that's right. I fell at out at skating late night at in the parking lot at Westwood One. Yeah. And that's where you fractured your elbow? Yeah, and I thought I broke my wrist and I was like, eh, it'll be okay. And then I woke up the next morning and I couldn't pull my pants up. But you didn't get like a cast or anything, right? It just no. kind of healed. So no. that doesn't really count as a break as far as I'm concerned. If you don't I had to kind of keep it sign. a sling for a few days and they said, it'll heal all on its own. Uh, speaking of Drew, we were at his uh, 60th birthday party. Yes, we were. Interesting. It was interesting. It got a write-up in a in a Press, in a rag press rag that i saw yeah what did it say they said uh it was a successful event in terms of like turnout they said the podcasting portion less so <laughs> was the it was i believe the verbiage they used they said the show went on to a room of mostly unpaying attention that's a poor wording but uh not paying attention and plagued by sound problems. <laughs> oh man, Dawson's gonna be bummed. And they said everyone didn't. He, everyone was, ha- he was having a panic attack about the sound problem. He's like, oh, I told him not to touch the antenna, and he keeps touching the antenna. Yeah, he was so bitching about it being all Corolla's fault or whoever was using the mics. Yeah. And I'm like, well, as long as it's recording, I'm fine. That's all that really matters. It's like, it's not recording well either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Dawson. <laughs> I've never, I've never done a recording where I was more uncomfortable than that one. Well, you were up there for maybe 90 seconds. Yeah, I did that intentionally. And I brought Bob Forrest up and I went against Susan's list. And oh, everyone's pissed, like, she's, she, she was. Yeah. Everyone's like, she's really pissed. And I was like, I got to go apologize. I told Bob, goes, I want to get out of here. And I go, I'll bring you up next. 
And he goes, I don't think you can do that. I went, sure I can. So it was your format. It was your idea for people to go up there for three minutes at a time. It was right? going to be your original my format? format was low key, like where he's, where people are. Well, it was listening. definitely low key. Yeah. She was, made it a show. I just said, why don't we just set a desk up and you can do a podcast and people can mingle in another room and they can come in and talk to you. And it's That's not broadcast to everybody. To, get to party. No, I told him, I go, you can be in and out of here in two hours. That sounds amazing. I can get back to my was, room where uh, I can way, sit I was without the last insurance. One out. You're the last one out. Mm-hmm. What? Why'd you clean out the, the room? I helped. With? Dr. Drew, his R- wife, the kids. Were you asking Lindsay. Would you help with? Before? Uh, I carried stuff out to the car. What'd you help Lindsay with? Well, for starters, mm. I said, I'll drive you home. And she went, oh, I'm just going to sleep in my car. And then I went, what? You know what? <laughs> Call Uber right now. What was she drinking? Yeah, and smoking pot. Well, yeah. You don't know if you should be saying these things. Why? Those are both legal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, today during the high-speed pursuit, it was really weird hearing the helicopter uh, reporter guy saying, we saw the passenger smoking out of a bong. No one <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about. And also, he was, he was his inhaler. No, the, the driver was the inhaler, but they were talking about oh, the, the passenger was the passenger hitting was oh, a bong. Tight. We that saw him hard. earlier smoking out of a bong. It was a, right, it was a ride-a-bong chase. To there balance was, a bong while the guy's driving erratically to evade cops. We, what we're talking about is a high-speed pursuit that uh, yeah. kind of started off the freeway right by where I was at the supermarket in the parking lot with Atticus today, and I saw the helicopters. He was enthralled with the helicopters, and I'm like, ooh, that means... Flying bullets. It's funny, because uh, the helicopter be means way. there's Flying. helicoppers. Boys. Helicopter does mean helicopters. <laughs> We've had a drought of chases, and in, in the last few days has, has pick it up. People has picked it up. Pick it up. We've been back. <coughs> the, uh, I felt you know bad. Why? The weather when it gets real hot, people, people go freeze. crazy. Yeah, they people do go crazy. crazy. <coughs> I've seen that before. And it's been cooler, uh, unseasonally cool. I felt bad on that at, at that party because I clearly offered to drive her home, and she could take an Uber to get her car tomorrow. Uh-huh. And then I just did a one eighty, like in like five minutes. I went, take out your phone and call Uber right now. Uh-huh. And I was like, and when she got in the car and left, I was like, oh, I forgot I offered to drive her home five minutes ago. She well, also probably forgot, so you're fine. Yeah. And was her car parked in like a do not park zone? It was right across the street from the entrance of the hotel. Oh, that's nice. Was and she it, there working it? Was she? Yeah. She who who was she working for? Uh, Susan, Susan probably. Uh, she was helping to get people for in. For the uh, uh, Lindsay, I almost called her Lauren. Lindsay, uh, old f- a friend of the show. She yep, used to former do the, call screener. Uh, Former call, call screener Love Line, she used to do, uh, Tyler, stop drinking with your toes. I don't like it. She used to do that on like, a pretty, phone pretty odd cast with Rune. Remember that? Yes. That was, it wasn't too shabby. No, not, not too shabby of a show. They would do no, like, interesting things. It was a little things. shabby. They'd just go like to this. Shabby. Just like this program. They'd Unlike go to like the, the, the pleasure fair. Yeah. They, would, they went to a sex uh, party. Oh, that's right. They did. Mm. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, well, that's very nice of you, Mike, to... Uh, there was, uh, I think there was five former Loveline screeners at that party, which was, and it was interesting to see that... Okay, you, me, Bald Chris, Brian. Bald Brian. I'm obviously the most Krista. successful. Krista. Krista, that's right. Lindsay. Lindsay. And... The buck stops there. Simone Bien was there. Yes, so Simone was. You know who else was there? Was this attorney I went out with? Mark I didn't Aragos see her. was there. Wasn't him. That attorney? No, mm-hmm. not that attorney. This attorney that I went out with, him, Dr. Drew was out with this attorney, mm. very attractive woman, mm-hmm. and she got hammered, mm-hmm. and she kept trying to make me do shots, <laughs> and she's like, just do one, it's what, not going to hurt you. At, at Drew's thing? No, we were at a Mexican restaurant, and they, they had planned to go out drinking, and he wanted me to tag along, 
Drew did. Yeah, and I was just Drew's like, like I'm uh, getting litty tonight. <laughs> she just kept on ordering me a shot, and I go, I can't drink it. She's like, you can just have one. Wait, was where was Drew when this woman right was trying to get to you her. to relapse? And he's like, he can't just have one. And he can have like, two. <laughs> <laughs> I bought you one too. Uh, Emily Morris was there. Mm-hmm. Morris and, and uh, Larry Larry David's daughter uh, was there. Who really? Yeah, What's I had no idea who that is. What's her name? What's her? Name? What's her? Name? Lauren Anna David. Anna David. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we say is. so. Anna David. She had a friend with her. Yeah, yeah but she, she did. You want to keep naming all the other celebrities that, are, that were there? Mm. We don't need to. Tom Arnold, Joel McHale, Steve O, uh, Bob Saget, Glenn Howerton, who I finally got to tell him my story of failure. My favorite, huh? my yeah. fa- not my favorite part of the night, which we're going to talk about in a second, which was to me absolutely outstanding. But there was a woman there I was introduced to very, very near the beginning of the party, and I kept hounding her about. You look bored. I'm not bored. I go, you look bored. Why would you say that? I, I was trying to be flirty, sort of, and just oh, be... Oh, well, that's a weird move. No, but I was just trying to, like... I, it was almost like I was razzing her a little bit. Like, I realized she's, like, not having a great time, so I'm just going to rub it in. Like, yeah, you're bored. I can tell you're bored. Oh, and then... Uh, sounds like is, you're nagging is her. Is this the attractive uh, lawyer, or have we moved on? No, this is a, a woman named Jeannie. Mm-hmm. And then... About two hours in, I was like, oh, that's the woman that owns the Lakers. <laughs> There's a woman that owns the Genie Lakers? Bus. No idea Genie that bus. was her. Yeah. She used to be married or... She oh, be, she owns the Lakers now? Mm-hmm. Life partners or something with Phil Jackson. Yeah. Really? With Phil yeah. Jackson? Yeah. She's gone out, yeah, she's she's out with a few comics, uh, but I can't What's his name? Buss's daughter? Yes. Mm-hmm. The heir... But he's gone now, right? Jerry Buss is no he's, longer. He's gone. She's the primary stockholder. She's the. But uh, I think there's also like lost. Why was it Norm there? It's a whole thing. Why was, was it Norm? There? I was looking for Norm. I don't know. He there were a couple be- people missing. That was- op-ed piece that was written today mm-hmm. by possibly Pence. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first half of that letter, I don't know if you read it, Mike, or you've, you've heard it. I did read it. Uh, easily could have been <laughs> written by somebody uh, in in Norm Pattis's office. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked at all. Hey, I just thought of the greatest thing. You know how you guys... It, it, there's nothing lechy or anything. It's just like we're, we're always trying to save him from himself and from... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, read That's the first great. half of that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that letter and it's like... It, okay. I've always said that they're kind of cut from the same cloth. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned this, but you, Tyler or Anderson or both of you guys told me that there was the code word in the letter and people had traced yes. it back. Lodestar. Lodestar. Yeah. Years and years and years to find out if anyone in the administration had yeah. used that word and they determined it was Pence. Now, what just occurred to me right now mm. is the best thing to do if Frame you were going to write that letter is research other people in the office yeah. well, and, and throw in yes, one of their words. Yes, there's, like, I'm hightailing it out of here when Pence a, is like, I've used that word 50 times in speeches. There's an interview from uh, a you know unnamed high place source from mm-hmm. back from May speaking off the record to Axios saying that uh, when they when when they send their like little leaks to the press, they, they said, I like to cover my traces by grabbing like little words or phrases that are like signatures of that of other people to like yes, throw people off my set yes, yeah genius yeah, yeah. the conspiracy you, you, continues. you know what will be the greatest twist in this story trump wrote the letter <laughs> to, to like find the narcs but he how, fi- how found himself just to put everyone on i alert. found it you know how apple will will create products that don't exist to see and they'll who, only yeah, tell yeah, certain yeah. people yeah, yeah. 
and just see if it leaks yeah, out, yeah. like in the rumor mill, it's so they know who's the leak. It's a plant. Yeah, that's what they used to do. Yeah. They also used to do it with, uh, during the Cold War on like documents. They would some yeah. one doc one version of the memo would have like a E, like backwards or something yep. like that, and then they would check later. I've done it with you guys a couple like, times. What? Like uh, I'll get this podcast to you tonight, Tyler, and then I see if you posted podcast will be up tonight. Mm. And I'm like, I know it's Tyler. <laughs> that sounds that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Okay, so back to the party. Yeah, so Mike went up Mike there. Is, Mike was like the third. Are person you gonna up have there, a date with Jeannie Bus, or did that not work out? Did she finally say yes? I'm bored because I'm not watching my my boys in, in purple and gold. I don't. She probably figured I'm bored because I'm wealthier and more successful than everyone here. Did she combine? She, she never gave you any any sugar. She never gave you any. Uh, no, I know a couple of people action. who have dated her, so I have a feeling she likes comedians. So I, I didn't mean action like physically. I meant like she never like gave in to your like give you a chuckle or anything like that. She never reacted to any of your. She said, your "Take it to the hole," and I was like, "I don't know what that means." <laughs> I uh, no, she didn't. She didn't find me uh, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Which it uh, turns out, women don't really like being told you look bored or you look tired or hey, you should smile or you're so big. That's not probably a good don't try either. those. I didn't quite go that far. I just went. I can tell you're bored, mm-hmm. and I was trying to bond. Hmm. Oh, you failed miserably. Like I, <laughs> I asked her if she wanted to square dance. What? No. I just, the, right, so uh, you went up there. You did like uh, two minutes. I was maybe. nervous as hell and super uncomfortable. I was oddly nervous when I showed up too, which I rarely am. But like when I first saw you, when we first, I was got out nervous of the car, when when they came up to me and said you're going up second. And I'm like, I don't want to go up there with Adam up there. Yeah, it's never comfortable. Yeah, and it wasn't. So Adam and Drew were doing their thing. Uh, I couldn't hear anything from where I was sitting. No. And uh, we, had the, we, had the, we had the mobster table in the back. Yeah, it was a, at the W uh, Hotel, like in their little lounge area. And it, it looked like the type of place where Tony Montana would like kill people. Yeah, probably. In yeah, modern, that's why you guys sat in the back. You didn't you never put your back to the door. Right. We wanted to sit in the back corner where we yep. could have a full view of the room. Yep. And uh, we were back there with Catherine Wood and Bianca. And, and those weird horns coming out of the, the wall. horns coming out of the wall. And then Krista and Dave, Super Dave, Super Mexican. Hey, by the way, Taylor Williamson. Did you guys Taylor have? Uh, did you guys have any of that macaroni and cheese? No, yep. because I didn't know what it was until I started eating it. It's mac and cheese. I mean, it's. it's, it's I didn't know. Literally mac and cheese. I thought it was an omelet. I saw the pans <laughs> on the fire, and I thought you the guy was blind make an as om- fuck. I thought the guy was going to make an omelet, and then I'm like, why the fuck is he putting noodles in it? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to eat it. You it thought there were good. omelets at Doctor Drew's swanky 8 p.m. How did Drew feel about the whole Party? thing when it was over? He, was he, okay? kept, he asked me several times, you think people are enjoying themselves? And I said, yes. And he's yeah, like, I mean, an open bar. Yeah. 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 People are having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you how much that party cost. Not now, but okay. afterwards. And it wasn't as much as you oh, would think for an open bar Laura and, and I were, the food and stuff. Laura and I were guessing about this, including like renting the place and yeah. everything. Yeah. Hmm. And, they, and they got sponsorship too. They yeah. The sponsorship that paid the... for a lot. It paid for a lot. But um, the entire price was... Less than half of what okay. the improv Gosh. Don't know why we talk about that. It's gosh. Gosh. Uh, yeah, so I got to see Glenn Howerton, which was uh, fun and, and, and cool. He's, uh, of course, he's Dennis from He's uh, so it's angular in person. What does that mean? Like his features. He's very angular. I'm sorry. I don't know who that is. You don't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but he's Dennis in It's he's Always Sunny. He's very funny. funny. He's, okay. Yeah, he's great character, great. He's actually Juilliard trained. And he was and, always uh, a wonderful guest on the show. And I got him booked on Loveline uh, years ago when the show was not nearly what it is today and he well, and Kaylin Olsen today. came sure on doesn't exist do today right it's coming back in like in a week or two what it's still going with, still with Amber Rose or whatever or, or oh it's always sunny in Philadelphia oh, I'm talking about Loveline I'm not I got I got Glenn uh, and Kaylin Olsen booked before 
It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was big, you know, because I was pushing hard because I love the show. And it was the greatest. Like, the, the, the two of them hung out with me in the parking lot afterwards. We just drank beers and smoked cigarettes for like an hour, maybe after the show. It was one of the, the more fun nights yeah, ever on Loveline. Yeah. And they were just most down to earth, cool people. I got him into Ween. And then the next time he came back, he was talking to me. He got, he was like a fan of Ween. And like, we were almost like chummy. And then he came back a third time and uh, he comes in, gives me a big hug. Hey, Anderson, good to see you. And he looks over my shoulder, and I just happened to have uh, one of my scripts up because uh, I was printing it off. I used to always illegally print off mm-hmm. my full fucking scripts at, at Loveline. Illegally. Illegally. Well, with their giant computer. I mean, with their giant We need printers. to find out who's been printing these scripts <laughs> and turn them over to the government. I would, I would print to the point where like there would be no more ink left uh, <laughs> routinely. And uh, oh, whatever that company, yeah, I know. that company I know. used to make you ship CDs yeah. with the audio of the show to New York, That's so that true. they could broadcast it to the earth. Paid for overnight FedEx right. fees, like seventy five dollars overnight. Good points. Okay. Instead of just uploading it on the internet, so fuck them. You I think I told this story on the film vault just a couple weeks ago. Stupid actually, company. just a couple weeks ago because it's been bugging me a lot lately. This is a true story, Mike, and you'll definitely be able to relate to it. Sorry, Ty, Ty, you won't. So. Glenn comes out and Don't gives me a hug. Fucking touch me again. He looks over my shoulder, touching you, and he oh, like he sees guy. like the, uh, the it's the the title page and it says you know battle at Skunk Skull. I remember which script it was, uh, written by Anderson Cowan. He goes, ah, you write stuff? I didn't know that. What what is that? And I go and I turn around in my little chair at my board. You guys know the room. Oh and, yeah. But, and I and I minimize it and I say, oh, that's nothing, Glenn. Don't worry about that. Oh. And I changed the subject and I started talking to him. It was like two weeks later. He's on Twitter saying, hey, looking for scripts. <laughs> we're, we're looking for some kind of competition or something. We're leaning towards horror. But like he got he was like, and uh, like it was one of my biggest just dumb fucking moments yeah. ever. Yeah. And I've been wanting to tell him that story for a while, and I finally got the opportunity to tell him, but I was like nervous and telling him. I was all kind of... Anyways, it ended well. He gave me his email, and he says, I would love to check out your movie, so I, I sent him a, a link to, oh. to the groupers over there. Yeah, he, he unfollowed man. you. And, but, <laughs> but it's... Just he, just, few, he just wanted to make sure he knew what your emails was so he could block it. Just a few weeks ago, actually, I was uh, I was so desperate, like, not desperate, but it was just bugging me so much. I don't know. I, I actually I do know why, but I don't want to talk about why. But it, it came back into my life and it was really annoying me. So I'm watching. It's always on sunny Twitter, parody porn. I wrote, uh, "Hey, does anyone know how to get a hold of Glenn Howard? And I need to make a, a, a wrong or right finally after all these years." So oh, uh, and everyone's like, "What the fuck yeah. did he do to Glenn it Howard?" Was, it was pretty cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to make, and it was great. We uh, we left, uh, and Joel McHale followed us out, and uh, we got to catch up with Joel for a few. He's just there's something about that guy. When I'm talking to him, it's just I love talking to that guy. There's just something about him. He's like my old big brother or something it's that weird. I've never had. It's weird because he has this like level. The snark you see like in his show is also that's just him. But yeah. somehow the snark when it's in person it's and you're dealing more, with him, yeah. it. His snark is like putting its arm around you, and it's yeah. like, yeah, fuck this world, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's it's a very like a it's a very chummy snark. It's good. He got pissed because no one was paying attention to the uh, the the. It was weird though. It's like because roasts that you see on TV are yeah. like in front no of one, a live no audience. No one roasted. I didn't hear any of it, but uh, no one roasted. I couldn't. How do you know? No, uh, the because I the saw write up. I, I read, saw that write up. Yeah, said only one person roasted his no. host from Midday Live. Who's that? Gina Siobhan or Lawrence Siobhan? Lawrence Siobhan. Oh, like she the oh, I met her. I met her. She told me that her, uh, she married the guy she started dating when she was thirteen. How old is he? That's the question. Like she married that's, him when she was thirteen. That's what I thought. I, that's what I said. I swear to God, he was a I'm firefighter. Like, she was a gymnast. I thought was a whole she thing. said he was thirty-seven and she was thirteen, and I was like, 
What? Probably not. <laughs> you married a 37-year-old? Back in the 15. And she pointed to the guy, and he looks the same age as her. And I was like, he doesn't look like he's 75 well, maybe now. Maybe she's Botoxing, and he's not. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe. He's uh, Botoxing. Back in the 50s, like, oh. routinely. Like, it was just routine. That, like, guys in their 30s would get married give to you girls. A Botox Botox. injection. 15-year-old Fif- girls. Yeah. It was just routine. You know why? Fertile. Oh. oh. All right, Michael. I didn't need you to back it up Fertile's for science. Such a gross <laughs> word. I'm just saying that back in the uh, the fifties, like it's just routine. Eighteen fifties. Uh, like the woman that oh got married. Oh my god, you're right. I just thought about it. You're totally the right. The woman that got married most, I think, twenty nine. I was just hearing this on on Burr's podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, but uh, I think she got married twenty nine times. <laughs> and her first marriage was. And he just skipped right over it. Like he, she got married to a guy who played for the Boston Red, so- Red Sox. And he was 31, she was 15, her first oh, marriage. wow. Yeah. Oh, my Ugh. God. What is, what is but that? But that was just what it was. What is that? I don't, that is, that's that's pedophilia, big time. I mean, that is not like she's a really mature 15-year-old. That's just fucking What a different weird. time, too. You could just openly, like, yeah, I hit homers for the Red Sox, and I bang a 15-year-old at home. Mm-hmm. Now, did you guys hear the part uh, during oh, the that's roast? A, that's an unfortunate uh, thing that I'm saying out loud on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in <know>. first person. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like, you know, what's good, what's not uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, here's the thing: is I don't care how hot of a 15 year old she is, the sex cannot possibly be good because. Okay. Nope. All right. Yeah, this said, year we're done. 15 year olds well, are not no, comfortable it, with it, their body. This, this reminds me of the email that I forwarded to both you guys that I got since last week from the listener who uh, his wife caught him snickering at something. <laughs> he was listening to our show. Yeah. And she goes, What are you laughing at? And he's like, uh, It's hard to explain. And she goes, No, what is it? And he goes, All right, here, I'll, I'll play you. And he just picked a no, random yeah, episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he picked like episode 233. No, it was like or, 120 or something early days. I listened to it to confirm, too. And it's true. <laughs> right off the bat. So we go, So I just picked like some arbitrary old after disaster. And I said, let's sit down and listen to it together. And they were doing something around the house. I can only imagine. And it opens up. And within two and a half minutes, Mike makes a uh, Nambla joke. And yeah. it's something about like uh, the age of boys. Like if it's if they're eight, that's too late or yeah. something like yeah. that. And oh, I remember that. Tyler and I kind of like, Mike, come on, dude. What are you doing? We're going to open the show with that. And then we both start coming up with our own slogans that are <laughs> if way they're worse. nine, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, if, if they're two, they tend to chew. And we're all like just losing our shit. And and in the email, he says that we were like going down that path. And his wife looks at him and just goes, really? And there's a lot of shame. <laughs> and he turned it off. And now he's going to lie every time. This is why we can't spread the show. Yeah, this is a problem. This is a problem. What if we just set out to make it the number one show on iTunes? Like, what if we just really did all we need? We'd have to delete all the past episodes. We'd have to delete ourselves from the world. (laughs) I will say we we did get a good email today or or this this week from the that that was, but from the uh, cop yes that approached you up in Portland. Yes, the Portland officer. Tim, Tim. Officer I, Tim. I don't want to say his name, but I mean, what are you going to do? How many he officer said he could call him Officer Tim. Officer Tim? Yeah, he said. Yeah, so he, Officer Tim. Don't uh, call me Officer Tim. People know him. Call me Officer Tim. Who uh, I talked to uh, outside the Portland screening of groupers. Oh, speaking of which, Port, uh, Phoenix is coming up this Sunday. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, I did not realize opening Sunday NFL weekend. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, uh, is, there uh, a game uh, across, oh. is there a game in Phoenix? I don't know if it's in Phoenix, but they start playing. Uh, uh, oh, oh, my no. God. Football, <laughs> football destroys all business. So uh, it's, well, it's nah, not going not necessarily with all the guys that are burning Nikes. They yeah. Might, they, they might come out I to your show. I don't know if I need them at my That's show. That's true. But uh, 
there's a there's there are you know a number of tickets have sold a number of people are coming but yeah. it's not going to be you're up against uh, football oh it's not gonna oh, be one of our more crowded oh, shows oh, let's put it that oh. way so if you want to come hanging out with, uh, with mike and i yep, i'll be there and it's gonna be like 109 that day yep. so it's a matinee on a sunday come in get out of the heat hang out with us in the nice uh ac uh, room at the uh the Third Street Theater over at the uh, Civic Arts Center in Phoenix. Uh, Anderson, my hotel, Rezzy's. Anderson, my hotel? Yeah. Sweet. Sunday Anderson. night. Saturday night, I'm going to spend the night in Tucson and try to see my uh, relative who's uh, not, not doing well. AndersonCowan.com to uh, get bed. more information on that. Tickets available and come out. It's going to be a nice, intimate crowd. Let's put it that way. And uh, I hope. And if you don't do PayPal or Venmo and you want to pay at the door, talk to me because you need to be invited technically uh talk to me i need to know you're coming you can't just show up because so what are we gonna do now we're gonna watch the movie uh the first part is if you're doing the pre-party which there are a few of you who have bought in for that uh you get a t-shirt you get a tour shirt and i show some of the shorts including uh cult of carano i always end with cult of carano i do a little song and dance Mm. in between i tell some stories about the shorts the cardinals are playing at home at home at Uh at 125 yes and my screening starts at like 145 <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna have tailgating uh, but you know what i don't know how many nfl fans there are that uh it's just an opening day it's kind of a big day it's a big ask so it, it's unfortunate i wanted to do saturday night but they said that there was did you hear knocking on my door just a moment ago so anyways am i talking a lot because i'm all caffeine did you hear somebody knock on my door i did not okay i did not it was me making that noise all right no, I was going. Okay. How many times are you gonna make me do it? So yes, Officer Tim uh, turns out that he is an after disaster listener. He's the one that uh, came up and fucked with me a little bit out in front of the uh, the Portland screening. Yeah, that's fantastic. He said his, he, uh, his original plan was to go inside and hassle you inside, yeah. shake you down, yeah, and then slowly start dropping AD references until you figured out. Which I was like, oh, that would have been bad because I think you would have been so frazzled. I think it would have taken you <laughs> a real long time to realize what was the worst. Is if Anderson fights back and then the guy's got to like, has to arrest like, him. Oh, Shit. I don't know what it, his plan would have been though, like how he would. Dude, would've. if you swing at me again, I have to really arrest you. Black <laughs> <laughs> for another. Okay, let's get to the big story. Wait, did you guys hear the part uh, at the roast, quote unquote, where they had Tom, Ar- Tom Arnold up there? And of course, in classic Doctor Drew style, what do they have Tom Arnold doing at the Drew's roast? Telling Coke. the same fucking story. That yes, he's I told did hear that. How come that's 40, the only thing I heard? Fifty the, times the Nazi thing. Uh, the Holocaust thing. That's the only thing I heard from the stage the whole time. And Drew's like, guys, if you're not going to listen to anything, if you're only going to listen to one thing, this has got to be it. You have to hear the story. It's crazy. It's a crazy story. Because he has poor Tom Arnold tell the story over and over and over again. He's had me play the call on Loveline over and over. It's like one of Drew's favorite moments in Loveline history. It was very funny at the time when it happened. Mm-hmm. But so it's the phone sex lady, right? And yeah, she's it's like, the phone I'm sex lady. thinking about yeah. the Holocaust. The, yeah, yeah. So it's it's good. You can find it online, I'm sure. But uh, I mean, the fact that Drew... I just said another thing in first person. <laughs> so Cor- Corolla was trying to get their attention, the audience's attention, by uh, suggesting that he was a Holocaust a denier, and he thought oh. that would get their attention. He's like, it's one thing to not know what the Holocaust is, and it's another thing to be like, hol- no. He said, it's one thing to be a Holocaust denier. Like I don't believe that it happened, but I know what it is. I just I'm a denier of it. You see what I'm saying, Drew? But uh, not know what it is entirely. That's that's a that's a whole different thing, and people still weren't listening. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> but yeah, that's. Uh, and then I remember uh, Mikhail got up there and he was actually actively yelling at the audience at one point. He was yeah. so frustrated. And then I you go out all that stuff. You man. go outside to where, like, uh, right around the corner, uh, right outside the big room, to where the, the macaroni the station, the macaroni the station, sta- yeah. t- table, and the uh, the the monitors, the speakers out there were blaring. Everyone, uh, you could, could definitely nothing. hear it outside. Like if you're if you stood in that buffet line, your hair was blowing back from mm. the speakers. All right. Uh, you so, met you met someone. The big our our, our mutual friend Anna David. Oh, came oh. with a male friend of hers that she's been friends friends with for some time. They're best and friends. Apparently. She introduced me to him. He's a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And she and she goes, "Oh, he's <laughs> the one that recommended your therapist for you." And I went, "Oh, thank oh, you." Oh no. <laughs> Thank you. Don't bring it up to her because I got a new one. Um, I won't. No, I meant to him. Okay. Don't tell the woman. Well, he might be on the show eventually, right? We should have called him tonight. I've got his phone number. I mean, we can have him on whenever. So I missed your first interaction. I forgot about this. The interaction that I got from him was... That guy's your friend? I was there for the first interaction. He's pointing at me. Yeah, referring to Anderson. He goes, that guy... Was the scariest bully I've ever met in my entire life. Uh-huh. He scared the shit out of me and everybody. Uh-huh. And he would come to school with that green hair, wearing weird clothes. Mm-hmm. And everyone, he was Columbine before Columbine. That's true. And he used to scare the shit out of everybody. And uh-huh. I had my locker moved because he bullied me so much. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Uh, I mean, this guy was Was, was this truly, after I had already yes. met him? Or yeah, before? He saw me talking to you and he came up to me and he goes, is he your friend? So was it before he talked to me? I no. don't know. He said it was after. I, I, no, Mike, I thought I it was after because well, I ran to Anderson to go, you're not going to believe what happened. He goes, I already saw him. All right, so here's how what I experienced, right? I was out there. But uh, he literally went, he was the scariest person I was I've right ever by the red my carpet. Life. And this guy come up, and I say, oh, it's Anna David. How are you? Like she said, hey, Anderson, how are you? And I didn't recognize her at first. I'm like, oh, Anna, and I gave her a big hug. And then I felt like this guy staring at me, like right I, to her right. For the record, I was there too. You were there. Yeah, so you what? can yes, you were right there. Okay. We peed together after this. We looked oh, at each other's right. dicks. That's right. Forgot about the licking. So well, well he looked. He like you could tell licked. like oh, <laughs> you could tell this guy was like he was like amped up like he was like I, I know that edge. feeling and I've seen it uh, plenty On of times edge. with people talking to Drew or like yeah. at, like when they're like really like nervous and they want to talk. Yeah, to yeah. Her. It's yeah. the when you're waiting for the person that you were waiting to like talk he to. He probably you know you're next and you're like yeah. Like he probably rehearsed his line funny a couple that, times. It's funny that you just said that because he was also excited about Dr. Drew. Yeah, yeah. Anna goes, I brought him because he's a huge fan of Dr. Drew's and he's really excited. Which is weird that he never, because he claimed to have been a giant Loveline fan. He listened all the time and he knew Anderson, but he didn't know that I was me. Yeah. yeah so he weird. comes up to me right after I hug Anna, Dave, and I say hello. And he, he like, he's like a, a kind of aggressive and he's almost like pointing and he's not smiling or anything. He goes... You you bullied me really a lot in uh, in seventh in eighth grade at Kalina, and I immediately like just go into like defense mode or like yeah. maybe offense mode. Shut I'm not the sure. fuck up or I'll stuff you in a locker. It was kind of like queer. that. It was kind of like that. I'm like, no, I did it, dude. And I I was just standing there with my. I think Anna. I said hi to Anna. She probably didn't know who I was. So I said hi, and then I don't know if she had said something, but I kind of. I just saw the train wreck that was happening in front of me, yeah. and I just started staring. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so this I, is awesome. So I said, this is the best. This is, so he goes, you bullied me a whole lot in seventh, eighth grade. And I, and I know exactly where I was, exactly who I, who I was, and what I was doing in seventh, eighth grade. If he said fifth and sixth grade, I'd be like, oh, shit, I'm sorry, and I would know his name because I know the three people yeah. that I bullied in like fifth, sixth grade. So, But I know Kalina, so I know he's not bullshitting, and I know he's on to something. But I, get, I, I kind of like, so he comes at me with his 
finger, right? And I take a couple steps back almost, and then I take a couple steps forward towards him. He takes a couple steps back now, and I say, no, I didn't. I didn't, bully, party. I didn't bully anyone in Kalina. I said, my bulldogs might have. Greg White and Alan Onstead, they might have bullied you, but I didn't bully anybody in Kalina unless your name's Chris Brazos. And he yeah, goes, fuck Chris. And he immediately goes, yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. It was probably your friends. <laughs> he just immediately backed Oh, down. I didn't hear that part. Oh. Immediately, right? He just immediately goes, yeah, you're right. You're totally right. totally went from like puffed up to like. He like, wasn't like being a dick. No, no, he, he wasn't. Was, like, well, when he was talking to me, he, he truly looked, I don't want to say scared, but he wasn't trying to build it up. And he went, that guy was scary, man. He was. He I was. I was a scary person. Before Columbine, he kept saying that one, and he goes, he would, he would wear stuff to. Dude, school, I wore like suicidal tendencies. And we were all scared of him, and and I had my locker moved because so to get away from him, and, and he, he didn't even know about the cat head, which is really what put me on the map in that school. And like, oh, that was I got, that school. I got a, a arrested in class, uh, handcuffed and taken out. Like that, your, my reputation was massive at that school, and it's it's a weird time. Seventh eighth grade is like tweeners, right? So some people mature a whole lot faster, and then you got kids that are still like you know little kids and i my dad held me back in seventh grade so i had like a whole extra year on, yeah. on these kids so by the time i went to eighth grade and then i said i remember eighth grade like i own that school like uh, some people might say i've peaked in eighth grade for <laughs> sure makeup and like i just did whatever the fuck i wanted like the the, the vice principal was kind of scared of me that's why he had me arrested and i said but there was only Turn one him person. over to the government there was only one person. We're going to find out who this scary kid is. That scared the fuck out of me. That that could actually fuck with me. And the irony is that it was a seventh grade girl. I remember Was that. the only person. How come? Her name was Carmelita, and she just scared the fuck out of me. And I couldn't tell if she had a crush on me or if she hated me. But she, I'd avoid her actively. Wow. In the hall. That is a, that's a great movie. And I brought this up to, uh, to uh, what's his name, Josh? And Josh is like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Carmelita. So it's, it's great that he remembers all these people and these names. I'm unbelievable. But yeah, my my two friends, I, there was three of us that were all like a, a, a little bit of a Columbine before Columbine, and we did plot to hurt teachers and stuff. We never did, but we would talk about it because we were angry little punk rock kids. Wow. And uh, they were totally unhinged, especially Greg White. Uh, he would- I wish Was I he had the one that lived on the be- roof? Yeah. He's I wish the one I had that- more of your guts. Like when I was young, I was so scared about not being- like I didn't want to stand. Didn't out. he have like a notebook that was full of yes. swastikas and stuff? <laughs> well, he, he Greg White never had an identity. His dad sent him to rehab. He got out of rehab, took the bus home, and his dad had moved, so he was like homeless. <sighs> He's like, "Where the fuck's my dad?" I'm like, so we set him up. Like a bunch of us Thanks, would pops. like give him money and give him food. Mm-hmm. He continued to go to school for a while too, and he was Did living. You make him on, call you dad? No, <laughs> but he was living on top of uh, of uh, what is now a Sprouts in in Westlake Village, and uh, it was. A furniture store, I think, or maybe a Safeway. And I worked at the uh, the, the round table right next door. So I would give him like a plate of uh, just a round, like an oval plate, and he could clean that as long as it's clean. He'd come in and he could get the salad bar, and no one would question him because he has right, one of those plates. Right, it's right, like right. a yeah. I'm like just keep this plate, dude. So he lived off the salad bar for a long time, and he was looking for identity and uh, for a small like a, a letter to show up from round table's lawyer. <laughs> Uh, you owe us. How long was the time he lived off the salad? Bar? I told this story. It was. It's been a while, but for a short period of time, he uh, he he was identifying with the white supremacist movement. Yeah, as you know, young, uh, stupid people do. I guess I can't. No, I disagree with that. Really, most don't. Most. Oh no, he's saying, say but all. the people that would the be are that, young and stupid. They're young and they're okay. naive and they're um, or they're old, stupid. They're looking for some kind of acceptance. It's just really sad if you're like living. Yeah. It's funny that You're most 14. of the time the people that are into white supremacy are like the least accomplished 
white people you it can makes ever sense, hope to meet. Most of the time, almost all. It the makes time. sense though, because like they have nothing to cling on to except for like what what's good in the world that I am. What? That's not I'm even what? that. It's fear. Like I'm afraid. I'm afraid of those guys. I'm afraid of this guy. Well, I get mad because it's like I don't want them representing the white race at all. Uh, who <laughs> who wants I mean? any extreme? Yeah, we need to protect them. the white race, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. start our own yeah, white, 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 white supremacy. White supremacists, sirs. Yeah, upper <laughs> echelon white supremacy. <laughs> so, Greg, uh, he, where oh. you don't focus your hate on other people, you just enhance your own well-being. So, <laughs> yeah, we need to prop up the white man, is what you're saying. Yeah, we're, we don't. We're not gonna. We don't hate anyone. We just want to because these up. other white men are bringing the white man down. Yeah. So one of the funnier things that ever happened with the whole Greg White saga. God, I love that guy though. He was so fun. Like he would just do anything. He's the guy that took the cat head out of the bag on the bus and threw it at the girl. I'm like, look, Greg, I got a cat head. He's like, sweet. Within five seconds, it was out of the bag and it was you know, being hurled in the bus. I was, I'm like, no, we got to keep How it. do you not think about that every day? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I would think about the cat head every yeah. day of my life. So <laughs> so uh, we we went up on the on the roof and we saw where Greg was living and he wasn't there. We went to like go get our friend. Like most most usually you go get your friend yeah. and you like knock on the door, but like we had to climb up. Oh, I know. I remember this now, yeah. And we had these uh two of our good friends that like hung out in our circle were uh uh, Howie Locker and uh, Crystal Brownlee. Crystal Brownlee is actually still around. Howie Locker lives in Prague now. Howie Locker, what a Locker, name. Locker, L-O-T-K. So Howie was Jewish. Crystal was black, right? Mm-hmm. Howie still is Jewish. And Crystal still is. Howie's dad is actually is a still rabbi. still black? He's still black, yeah. Ugh. So we go, and and he's got like, uh, Greg White's like living like a militant lifestyle, even though he's homeless on, on the roof of this big box store. And like we see his like little boots, like combat boots. Are like lined up nicely, and like his, his little blankets that does we have, he have given a him. Roof? He lives on the roof. No, but does he have a roof? No, but mm. it's like California. It doesn't rent. And he's uh, got his little false? blankets are all like folded up nicely. I'm like, look at this guy. You know, he's he's really mm-hmm. trying with his little. Then you space. found the Nazi paraphernalia, and we found his little his little journal. Uh oh. <laughs> so we open his journal, and there's a there's a the first thing we see was a sticker that said "Die Jew Pig," <laughs> and there's like some kind of like uh, bro. <laughs> there's some. <laughs> There's some kind of like uh, Nazi paraphernalia like on the sticker. God knows where he got that. Like, how do you get that? Yeah, where do you? Yeah. Just, like, somebody Especially just, back then. I mean, uh, now you know you could get Spencer's it. Spencer's gifts. And I think it was the very first entry that we read because Greg was a little simple. And it just said, I hate all Jews and enters except for Howie and Crystal. <laughs> like, that was the first declaration. <laughs> and they went, phew. They let's, go get some, let's go get some free salad they were downstairs. With <laughs> <laughs> when we read it. Uh, it's, it's incredible that such a hateful sentence is also yet somehow kind of so sweet, sweet, sweet at the same time. Sweet. What the yeah. hell? You're like, yeah. oh, honey. Yeah. Honey. Was he, was he also, I might be mixing up stories. Was he like trying to draw swastikas, but he couldn't get it right? No, that's not a Greg story, but mm. I could see that happening. I got to be honest with you. I don't think I could get it right. You have to go to the right, not goes. the left, because uh, what's his name? Drew him to the left when he lied and said that he got attacked by... Remember that guy, the uh, the loudmouth guy that smoked all the time. That did the uh, Morton Downey. Morton Downey. Yeah. <laughs> like his career was like yeah, starting yeah, to take yeah, a nosedive, yeah, so he yeah. he beat himself up and fought, yeah, said and it was Nazis. <laughs> but then they realized that that not, the swastika was drawn backwards because he did it in the mirror <laughs> in the bathroom. God. <laughs> <laughs> Always to the left, never to the right. Guar's got a song oh about it. Oh my god! Um, but wasn't that fantastic running into that guy at the party? That made the party for me. It yeah. was it was kind it of cool. Co- it just confirmed Kalina. Anderson's childhood a little yeah, bit. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah. It is nice to see like yeah, yeah. You know, but since, I don't like the cat in his head. 
I don't like in his head that I was a bully because I wasn't. I mean, no, I know. I, 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 yeah, I really I, wasn't. I, I promise you guys. I, yeah. I, I literally hung out with mentally challenged kids, all, whether it was Greg, who was a little bit mentally challenged, or I, I'd hang out with the actual like special ed kids a lot. I saw school. Anna David on Monday. I should have brought that. I forgot to even bring that up. Oh, I wonder if Josh has any other stories beyond. Yeah, Kalina we'll call and him. Stuff. I have yeah. to pee. Do you want to keep keep might, rolling? He might yeah. have stories you don't remember about things you did. I, I, I can't believe that he had his locker moved. I mean, that, that, that might have been like the straw that broke the camel's back, and, and Mr. Coyle, the vice principal, had me arrested. Maybe had Howie locker moved. Tyler, mm-hmm. what? He, he had to move all the way to Brock. They had me arrested for um, worshiping Satan. That was my my. Oh, well, like, I sign off on that warrant. Is there? A, is there? I said uh, I was such a smart ass punk. Though. I'm like, since when uh, I can worship whoever I want? Freedom of religion. What country do I live in, Mister Coyle? What, and what did he say? He's like the United States of America, and you cannot you cannot worship any religion on school grounds. I'm like, so if I was wearing a Christian shirt right now, because my my shirt that I was wearing was a suicidal tendency shirt that says. After one of their songs, Possessed or something. Mm-hmm. So there's like a pentagram on the back with a goat head. It's just yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's what, what uh, he saw. So he took that. And, and also it, it aligned with me bringing a cat head. And then a bunch of rumors were going right, around. Right, right, right. That right, I was right. worshiping the cat head and I had candles. <laughs> and <laughs> there's, no, there's no worshiping of the cat head. I just found it on my little paper route. I was just trying to earn a buck. Oh, God. And I found a... I don't understand your childhood. It was... Uh, my child trauma? is so lame compared to you and Mike. It's filled with trauma. I mean, uh, I guess. A lot of trauma. A lot of cold nights, too, sleeping outdoors. Why? Because like, I would always lie and say uh, I was staying at Greg's house, and Greg would say he's staying at my house, and Alan would say that he's staying at Greg's house, and we'd all stay like in people's garages. And mm. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> or, we'd, or we'd sleep outside. Yeah, like a rock, with like a rock for a pillow. I hate when they do that in movies. Yeah, we There's did. always cowboys around a campfire and they lay down on a rock. That's not a pillow. No, it's not a pillow. No one has ever done that. Go with nothing. Well, just go with nothing. Well, I, actually, there are, I know there's like some ancient like Chinese culture or something that had like rock pillows or something, but it was actually nice and carved. Maybe it was Egyptians. A, a rock could be more comfortable than just flat on the mm. ground. Yeah, if you're used to your head kind of very being prop. Special rock. So I didn't talk about one of my a favorite things, guys, rock. that I got to do in Portland. Yeah. And Master that's. Bait. Think I got to beat off. <laughs> it was so great. These are a few of my favorite. It was fucking things. fantastic, guys. I so I started with a little. I uh, just no lotion, right? Just my hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stop following along. Uh, I had been hearing about gonna... this. You're gonna what, sex man? I've been hearing about this place in Portland for years. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you guys about it right now. And you're gonna do exactly what I you did. It sounded like a fucking fifties like a gang kid telling the other. Like Pony Boy, you're gonna do what, Pony Boy? You're gonna do what, Sex Man? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Don't point paint me as a bully, all right? Yeah, I will paint you as a bully. <clears throat> okay, what happened in Portland? Freshman year, I got bullied. Well, actually, sophomore year, when all my friends moved away. All right, uh, I've been hearing about this elementary school that got shut down, and these like rich entrepreneurs bought it and turned it into. Not a bar, but numerous bars. Every classroom has its own bar. What? Wow. Now, are you guys picturing this place? Yes. Sort of. I'm, you know what you're picturing? I'm picturing my elementary exactly. school. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you're probably yeah. picturing yeah, your yeah, elementary yeah, yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was picturing. It would have been the sweetest, greatest thing ever. So, it, obviously, it's not any of our elementary schools because we didn't go yeah. to school in Portland. But I went to the Kennedy School, which is what it's called. 
and it lives up to the the hype. And How many the, bars is it? I don't know. I took a tour. They also have a hotel incorporated in it with a soaking pool, which is just salt water soaking, yeah. not a swimming pool. Wow. Don't swim, just soak. Wow. And they also, the, the auditorium got turned into a movie theater. What? They were showing Final Destination in there. This is goddamn fantastic. It was. Dude, people get wild up in the PNW. Great. And it's all kept up. It's probably as pristine, if not nicer, than when Do the Do they keep some of going. the decor from the. Uh, some of the decor school? for sure. Do they still have the janitors? Is there one bar that's better than others? I only went to like two of the bars. I was there with Mormons, Jared uh, Taylor and his brother, JD, and a couple other. Did they friends. wait outside? No, they all came in. They were Mormons. So they they bought the land, but then they lease out the units to different like restaurants. I don't know and how bars. it works. I don't, these guys, these brothers, I guess they've done it with a lot of properties in Portland. They did it with a a, a monastery. They've done it with some big ass. I like this idea. Whereas though. out here in LA, what they do is they just bulldoze and then they just build a well, strip mall. Because wasn't the Limelight Theater in New York originally a church? I have no idea. I know I, they take I, a lot I of firehouses. Be, I could and be keep totally them. wrong, but oh, the, okay. First of all, there's the the bar we saw Farbarf in in Pasadena. That's old firehouse. Living in New York. Why do they always keep old firehouses? Cause Maybe because cool. they 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 stand the test of time because they build them. They so sure that they can't do. Be burned and out. not only that, some of the most expensive properties in all of New York yeah. are firehouses and um, old stables, and people build them into townhomes. So you have like a three story townhome amongst skyscrapers right on the park, and those places go for like twenty two, twenty five million bucks. How are you such a, an when I was last time I was in New York, I was I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And my friend was like, "That used to be a firehouse, and now it's someone's. It's one person's it's residence." It's so weird that firehouses stand the test of time. Out here in Santa Monica, there's like a sushi place. It's a, and they always keep firehouse in the name too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A firehouse. The sushi. old uh, fire department in San Diego and Pacific Beach is now called the Firehouse Deli, or at least it was ten years ago or so. But uh, like they don't have police. You know what? I take that back. The firehouse is next door to the firehouse deli. Forget I even told that story. Okay. Wait, do they have police? Like, what, what do they call police uh, precinct? Police station? Mm, the pigs die? You know, that's not a bad idea. Take a police station, turn it <laughs> in. <laughs> I, I said that. <laughs> officer Tim, that was Tyler. That, that was him. I want to go my ride along. I want my ride along. I love my police officers. So Tim uh, Come on, offered, guys. Blue you know, lives the, matter. The irony, too, is uh, Tim offered any of us that a... That makes it worse when you mock that. If we ever go up to uh, Portland, mm-hmm. we get a ride along, and then he went on in his email to say, actually, on second thought, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Tyler, I mean, Michael will say something that will incriminate me and get me fired, and... Anderson might jump out of the car and attack someone or something like that. So only Ty Ty can come. And yep. then Ty Ty's the one making the jokes. Yeah, that's right. And I wrote him back and he yeah, said jokes. Um, he said I'm welcome to go on a ride along anytime. Mm. Oh, we gotta do a show in Portland now, fellas. We have to do a show in Portland. We do. All right, I'm he, uh, he could drive us with the lights going, whatever that's called. It's like two five. Good times. I got to, uh, uh, up to the the the, the place. I, I uh, ooh, hot and ready. Maybe that's what they call it when they have the. I'm submitting really? to a festival up in Portland, so we'll we'll see. Maybe that'll be a good excuse that to go up there good, and build something around. Excuse. I think it's Ashland. I think I submitted to Ashland Film Festival. Is that near the school? Can we go? I God, wanna go we got to go to the Kennedy School. Is it is it like Disneyland? How Disneyland has multiple restaurants inside it, but it's all you know going to Mr. Disney or you know, like you know? Yeah, I mean? think it's all going to the same. I don't know if they sublet out the the rooms. I didn't get to talk. Frankly, that sounds like too much work. But like we 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 spent the most time in this one little. It was like a furnace room. Is there like a common area? Is there like a where like the, There's like the quad? Is there the quad? Is the playground still there? I didn't see a playground. Maybe there lockers. Yo, there might have been a playground. I think they're having a private event that we walked through real quick. I have so many questions. What is, I need to. And look it's up. all indoors too, because I don't know if you guys went yeah. to outdoor schools because yeah. we're all from California. Yeah. But like uh, I went to most of the schools yeah. uh, in like 
Portland or where it gets cold, like they're like a big box and like sure. everything's inside. Okay, I didn't you know, know that. I, mean? I, I was picturing my grade school where everything I think everyone was like does one that, yeah. story with like yeah. four classrooms in a row and then there was rows of those. Yeah, it, but it's it's still super cool. Tetherball? And they, they have pictures of, of like some of the old class like room like pictures, like class pictures. Creepy. Up. That's and a little bit like The Shining. cool would it be if you did go to that school and you get to go back? Because I think it closed down in like the 50s. And fuck you, Mrs. Johnson. Yeah. God, that'd be cool. So oh, it's and creepy, then, like and black and, and white photos of like kids from the fifties. No, they're kind of like, yeah, I guess they are black and white. Ew. But it wasn't creepy. It wasn't. I was expecting it to be creepy, but it wasn't. Creepy. And then maybe you'll run into somebody. Do they still like, have like the with? low, like water fountains and sinks and toilets? And stuff? Uh, they may have some of the. I don't know if I went to the bathroom there, but uh, they doesn't seem like you have a lot of details. Because it was like our second or third stop. We went to the tiki room. We went to Pinky's Pizza, and then we went here. All right. It's a pretty good idea, man. I like that. I'm glad I finally got I to I like go. that repurposing How's the tiki old things. You know I like the tiki things. Uh, it's, it's turned into a hipster bar, but it was cool. Mm. But it was kind of like Bahooka Lounge, but not as good. Have mm. you been to that crazy tiki bar in L.A. that's got like the water? I'm sorry. It's in San Francisco. <laughs> I know the way you're talking about. No. I would like to. It's like a big moat around crazy tables in the middle, and it looks friggin' Insanely cool. You ever yeah. been to Crustacean in Beverly Hills where you can walk on the fish tank? No, I haven't, but I've seen photos of it. I've been there once. Yeah. Super, they put too much sauce. Super expensive. Too much sauce on the crab so you can even taste crab because you're chicken. Sass. So I'm like, what's the point? Sass. I don't like that. Sass. I'm, I'm sorry. We'd... What? <laughs> Did we both just said I'm sorry at the same time? No, I said I'm, I'm sorry. starting. <gasps> I was going to say I'm starting to like restaurants that use less and less sauce and you can actually taste what it is you're eating. <laughs> right. I love that. But when I was a kid, if I got ribs, I, you couldn't get enough barbecue sauce uh-huh. on them. Now I'm kind of like Lights over us. there. Lights us. They make ribs with rub, and they're Mike's uh, pointing to his back wall. But yeah, right there, <laughs> I have a barbecue. <laughs> if restaurant a guy walked out with some ribs about. right now, a, I'd be confused, and b, like so the, excited. Uh, the market across the street barbecues in the parking lot every weekend. The ribs are made with a rub, and mm-hmm. they'll give you a sauce too. But sometimes I just eat them with the rub. Yeah, and it's I don't really like good. You don't need the sauce. Don't need the sauce. Arby's <laughs> sauce. I love that horsey sauce. No, I like the regular Arby's barbecue uh, sauce. I like the horsey. I wish there was an Arby's around here right now. Hmm. All right. I uh, wish you'd hit record. Should we? Should we? Oh, should how we, uh, demoralizing would that be? <laughs> should we second? So, uh, Patreon folks that are waiting on your thumb drives, if you are one of the fifty people uh, that we got pulled by Ron Poole, then Buckle you'll be getting up. it by next week. Buckle Unless up. you live out of the country, it might take an extra week or two. But I am personally sending all of them this week and next week. And if you come to the grouper screening on Sunday, make sure you tell Anderson you're only there because I'm there. Yes, do that. Mike no, will be there. Tell him you're only there because I'm not there. No, that's bad. For we me. might do a, a quick little Q and A about uh, uh, football. What game? What's happening with the games? Yeah, we'll give updates about the game. No, we won't do that. If you want a TiVo, if you're like a casual football fan, you want a TiVo shit, feel free, guys. This is like one of the. Oh, I almost didn't. It's it's not official yet, but there's a slim chance. Well, not a slim chance. There's a very good chance. That uh, gang, I'll be adding gang in your hotel room that night. A last minute uh, Very good uh, screening, Philadelphia, October thirteenth. Uh, but it's not official. I'm not flip, setting this flip, one up. Philadelphia. But uh, one of my actors, Jesse Puddle's dad, is from Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. uh, he is uh, a pretty big deal out there. And he is very excited they about. They call him Mister Philly. Yeah. They call him Mister Puddles. But uh, he's setting up a screening. But which it's Puddles Philly party, is what it is. 
Puddles <laughs> Philly party. That's very inside. But uh, inside. so there's a good chance. And if you already bought a ticket to the Boston show, and I've seen a couple of you who live in Philly, just email me. I'm doing all this on my own, so I can just transfer the ticket. No, no big deal. But it's not official yet. So hopefully it's official by the end of this week. Uh, but there's a chance it might never happen. I don't know. But I've been told by Mr. Puddles that he will have it um, set up by the end of this week. Puddles Philadelphia, Philly October party. 13th, nice. which is a Saturday. I saw Puddles last weekend with the Aquabats. Yeah. And Weird Al Yankovic. They are truly spectacular, Dick. and I'm surprised you're not a huge fan. And I think you definitely need to turn Atticus onto the Aquabats as soon as he's old enough. The Mormon? No, but they're uh, very clean. What's the religion? I think it, uh, someone I think it's told Mormon. me they're Christian. I think it's Mormon. I think they no. are, because I remember like in like junior high, people being like, "I like the Aquabats." I don't think they're Mormon because they're Mormon Christian. Well, if they were Mormon, do you think they'd have Jesse from uh, Eagles of Death Metal up there, who's a Coke, Coca Cola drinker? <laughs> And and Steve uh, Hartman, no, who uh, who who uh, <laughs> Jonesy, Steve Jones, yeah. All right, let's. Uh, okay, Mike's just go- he's just rolling. Mike his just rolled away in a chair. Show's over. No, I. Uh, Mike sent me a video from the show with Puddles singing with the Aquabats. It's it's pretty great, especially the reveal of Weird Al. Because like you don't see Weird Al for the first fifteen seconds of the video, and then all of a sudden, yeah. he just kind of springs out into plain view with like his his accordion. But but th- th- this is music for kids and adults to share. And uh, they walked off Love Line, so fuck them. All right. Okay. Was this like a, a Bobcat uh, hookup or something? Because I know that he's yes. like big yes. fans. Yeah. Friends. Um, I texted Bobcat <laughs> and I said, who do I call to get into the Aquabats? And he texted me back in like no time at all. And he goes, you're in. And then Mike's in the Aquabats. And then about now. 10 minutes later, he wrote me back and he goes, they want me to like introduce some some people. And I was like, are you doing it? And he goes, I guess. Well, Good story. Good story to close out the show. Why did you story, add Michael? that part? That was so weird. Well, it was he. He didn't know it was happening what? until I texted him about it, and then they they added him to the introduce? show. He introduced uh, a couple of ska bands from the OC because mm-hmm. they're from the OC. Was lit and, there. Uh, but I, I will. T- I'll tell you this much about. Oh, that's it. who was there at uh, Jerusalem was Shabo. That was really uh, who's that? Random guy from Terry Shavo? No, the guy from <laughs> System of Down. He looked the exact same too. He had Terry Shavo's system is down. <laughs> The guy with the big long goatee from uh, System of a Down. One of the Everybody's nicest guys you could ever meet. the party. Did you see Steve-O brought a not, dog? Wait, not, not, not Mr. Not the main guy? Not Serge? Uh, not Serge. Serge was not there, but Shabo was, which was weird. Uh, I heard, I was not there, but I heard that uh, Steve-O showed up at our table with the dog, yes. And I guess that dog, he rescued it from El Salvador or something, and Jillian knew about it from social media. I don't know, but his girlfriend didn't seem thrilled with the dog. No. Okay, I'm sorry I'm even saying any of this personal shit. I just said, uh, how do you get any attention when he's got the dog? And she goes, I don't. Mm. Everyone just goes to the dog. Uh-huh. What, was your, what, what did you say when you were up there uh, roasting Drew? I wasn't roasting. I was nervous. Disaster. You said something about an 18-year-old girl and smelling oh, yeah. her? Yeah. What was that? Uh, I don't know. You really was, lean into that weird I walked guy, out to my car to put the camera back, and I was walking back, and, one, and some UCLA student rode by me on a bird, and I went, oh, my God, you smell good. And I was like, and I just ran up the stairs into the hotel. That is a weird thing to tell a you room should full maybe, of strangers. You should maybe just 
just go back to saying that you want the sex with the women because I feel like that would be less <laughs> weird than the things that you're saying. I want the sex? You, you smell good. <laughs> that was it was so weird. You smell good. It just came out of my mouth like you smell good. And I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah. My old factory is tinkling. What's that? You smell good. I gotta go. What's your shampoo? <laughs> I know it's fucking weird. I don't know why I brought it up either. It's <laughs> pretty much all he said. I think that's what you open with, right? And then that 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 took about twenty seconds. And then what did you say after that? I said I told a girl outside she smells good, and then I came inside and proceeded to go from person to person and tell them I hate parties like this. <laughs> well, Adam was just kind of like looking down. He must be like, hey. yeah. <coughs> I could see Adam <coughs> hating you. Yeah. Oh, you think about me too. I can see that. I can see that too because it was three feet away from me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think that he probably hates you because you're not kissing his ass. That's the only way that you can get into Adam's grace. I didn't didn't acknowledge him. If you sat there and you said, "Hey, Adam," I didn't even say hi to him. I said hi to Doctor Drew and I just started talking. (laughs) Yeah, that's the the worst thing you can do to Adam. Like he he, didn't get a word. Fucking hate you. I talked. I talked until I said, "Okay, thanks. Good night. Bye." Yeah. 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 Something like that. I don't know what I said. I saw Brian there, and Brian infuriated me immediately. How come? Because I, for, I, I forgot I was even going to this thing, so I never brought it up with Brian. And Brian and I, like, we, bald Brian I'm talking about, we always do the film vault. And, like, we get right to business. We do a little, you know, how, how the kids. And I yeah. talk to him about Tesla, and he talks to me about Atticus. Hey, we get done the business. My wives. And then we talk about film for, like, you know, two hours. And that's what we do every week. And uh, I saw him at the party, and I was a little bit surprised. But I'm like, oh, of course he's going to be here, because Adam's going to be here. And, like, you know, Brian's part of that. He's in the fold. Brian comes up to me, smug cunt that he is. And he says, hey, I didn't bring up the party because uh, I wasn't sure if you were invited. Jeez. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? So I immediately turn to whoever can hear. There's like, you know, 15, 20 people around us. And I put my arm around Brian. I'm like, hey, everybody, the guy that drew fired is here. Here's the guy that drew fired. And then I felt like an asshole. Oh, but like, he, in, in Brian's mind, and you're listening, buddy, you really believed that like there's a possibility you'd be invited to that thing because of your juice, which he said, and he sniffed <laughs> juice. And I wouldn't be invited. That'd be a weird fucking world. <laughs> Even though I was claiming I was going to write Drew off on this very show like, <laughs> like a month ago. I said zero words to Drew. I gave him like a, a handshake and I gave him a nod like, good to see you, bud. But I didn't say a goddamn thing. Because so people were just in his. It was a weird party. Like I'd get up and I'd walk over to the bar and I'd probably walk by around 50 people. 20 of those people would look vaguely familiar. Like, yeah. have I seen them on TV or yeah. in the Loveline studio or in my own life? Like, how do I yeah. know these people? Doctor, I Bruce, felt that way Doctor too. Bruce elbowed me and spilled wine all over my shirt. Oh, did he? That's nice. God yeah. damn him. Good to see Bruce. Doctor Bruce was thanks, there. Bruce. Yeah. I was. I was. I very looked up happy. Bruce in my phone. He's like, "Do you have my number?" I'm like, "Let me look." And I, I wrote Doctor Bruce in my phone. He's looking over my shoulder, and then it pops up Spaz, Doctor Spaz, and I didn't call him that. I would not put that in my phone. But he's like, "Oh, that's nice." He got me as Doctor Spaz. I'm like, I, I said, "It's uh, yeah." I would. I don't know. I don't know why it's in there like that. I really don't. That's why uh, I, I think that often when I see people That's like going nice through their Anderson. phone list and they have nicknames for people, I'm like, I don't know, I don't, I don't need that. Like what? Because people, have do, you seen? I don't have any, but I mean, people often go, "Do you have my number?" And I look it up, and there's their name, and I don't want it to be like douche from the yeah. nine a.m. meeting or you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Is that your number? I have like a, someone and their last name rhymes with this in my phone, and I used to have nightmares that they would see it, but they won't now because I don't ever see them. But uh, their, her last name is. Uh, one thing and i have it as whore ass instead of what it actually okay. is and i'm afraid she might see that one day but i don't yeah. think she'll ever see whore ass so i can just leave it in there <laughs> yeah it feels good to have whore ass in there 
She'll never see it. I put um, so I, it was a it was a helpful tip I learned from a podcast where you just go in and create contacts with all the profanity you actually want to use. The only problem is, like, if I'm starting to type like "fucker," it'll capitalize the F. Every oh, so it time. learns it. Yeah. How did you? Because yeah. I use it all the time. Create and it new, still create says new duck. contact, and I put in like "fuck." Oh, stuff. oh, that's pretty good. And the phone goes, "Oh, so this is a real thing." And when you start right. spelling, because like if you have somebody with an odd, right. odd, oddly spelled last name or something that's complicated, yeah, yeah. your phone after the second or third yeah. time you spell it will be like, "Got it." So you just got to make contacts. I, I saw a post on Twitter the other day. Some woman couldn't couldn't sign up for some service on on online because her last name was Wiener, <laughs> and she's like, "It's like put in your name," and she's like Amanda Wiener or whatever, and it's just like. So this violates guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, great, perfect. You know, you know what I was thinking about. What I, a while a while back, I was thinking smells like this week. Of women, the uh, the sweet smell of soft, supple skin. Oh, there's a lot of s's. The uh, the, the vanity plate soft, idea, like skin? when it first came about, <laughs> or n- not even vanity plates. I was thinking way back because I saw an old license plate and it, it looked like it spelled D. It was like D I C five three seven. And I was Dick like, 53. when in the in the history of license plates being manufactured since whenever they came about, did somebody go, we should probably look into this? Because they had to spell, like somebody has to have tit, one, two, yeah. three. I mean, back in the old days. Especially because it's prisoners making it. They're not going to like say, hey. At some point, this one says somebody fuck. thought we need to intervene on this. I, and I'm talking about before. Like I'm sure there was a six six a bunch Before of six six what? six license plates. I've seen six 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 license plates. Yeah, and, and phone number. Uh, I should intervene though and, and get the show like moving off to bed. Right, I should I should end it soon. You should. Someone. Okay, yeah. I'll open the door to you intervening. Uh, but vein it. I got two <laughs> enter things. My, enter my vein. Two things. Vein. I'm an ex of vein. This show. <laughs> quick, quick. Two little. I almost forgot. Two little quick things. In the market today, I saw a guy at Ralph's that works there. In the produce department. Oh, the guy from the Cosby Show. No, uh, that's Trader Joe's. That's such an awful. St- like everything's it's fine. fine. Everything it's, about it's it's fine. awful. It's fine though, because no, it's, uh, a lot of great things are no, about, about sure. how, how sure. everyone came to his aid. Sure. I, if I hear job shaming one more time, can we stop coining new fucking phrases to be uh, victimized by job shaming? Stop it. Some people are calling it job shaming. Of course, it's job shaming. Do we have to come out and say? All right. Anyway, no. It was a guy. You would at, know. You're a bully. At I would know. At Ralph's, uh, working in the produce department, wearing the name tag, tapping. The, uh, the the watermelons for mm. a customer mm. and I'm like holy shit like is this guy set up because I just talked about this did you school him I didn't I just walked by thinking Excuse I gotta me. I gotta research this further because there's got to be something to tap if the guy if the guy is at the store is tapping yeah. it. now here's this one's fun and I actually did it guys I know it's end of watermelon season it sucks that these tips are coming out Jillian was on her phone uh, she was cranking through her social media like she does I was looking over her shoulder like I do making sure she's not talking mm-hmm. to any dudes <laughs> it's not true. I don't do that. But I just happen to be laying in bed with her, and I look you over. To see what name she has for you on her phone? <laughs> Fuck it. And she's and Small I see something with a watermelon, and I see somebody like doing something weird to a watermelon. I'm like, wait, go back. What was that? What were they doing with the watermelon? So she watermelon. she lands on it. Oh my god, it was the greatest thing. They had a big giant. This this woman had a big giant wedge of a watermelon, right? Like a quarter of a wedge, mm-hmm. and she had a, a, a dental floss, and she was just 
with the dental floss, just cutting it off the rind, oh, real easy like butter, and then just making slices all the way down. Oh, I gave it a shot. Satisfying. Works really that's well. Great. Awesome. That's great. Awesome. Great. It seems like it would leave some in there, though. It did leave a little in, yeah. but you know that was my first shot. I thought I could get better shabby. at it. Not and when you go to those fruit stands, shabby. those guys with the uh, with the machetes, yeah. that do, they leave a lot on the rind. It's, yeah. a, it's a horrible. Waste. But they also skin the whole watermelon first, and they just have the like the football size shape yeah. in there. And they cut from there. But next summer is going to be a great summer with the watermelon. Knowing like which ones to buy, and then uh, you're using the dental floss. On. I hope I'm still alive next summer because I will enjoy some watermelon. Hopefully, your death day doesn't come up. Yep. God, it's so weird, guys. Every year we have it, we just don't know. Like, yeah, I hate the fact. Well, that Well, every said, day we have our death minute. We don't know. Hmm. Your death second, your hour. Yeah. Yeah, don't make fun of me when you're <laughs> obsessing on every year we have our death day. Oh, every day you have your last meal. I don't like that mm. on this episode I said, like, what if today is my my 12-year death day? Like, What if it happens, like, 12 years from today? I don't like that. No, I don't like it. What if it happens 12 days from today? Well, or if people years. keep listening to the show, it keeps changing. You know? It's like if they listen for the first that time. That would be the creepiest calculator to have embedded in your body somehow that tells your death date and then it's constantly changing Moving. depending on what you yeah, do. Yeah. Like when you smoke a cigarette, it's like click, click, yeah, click, yeah. click, 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 and then you get some exercise, click, 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 yeah, yeah. and you're just like, what yeah. the fuck? But you know what it would do? Like you would eat a tomato and it would start going down and you'd be like, all right, everything we've heard about tomatoes is bullshit. They're yeah. bad for us. Like, or oh, then you'd eat a bad p- tomato and yeah. all of a sudden it would be like five minutes. Mm. Fucking death day. I bet our life will go up if we hit stop. <laughs> <laughs> like Is that this? it, really? Like this? Like this. Like really? That. That's the end? No, that let's keep going. Let I like how you smell. We should do a second show. I like how you smell. Okay, second show. Check a one two, check one two. Check a three four. Check a five six. Wait, I, I can't hear Mike. I don't check my mic. I just do it. I can't hear Mike. Just do it. Are we doing it? I hear We're it. doing it. This is happening? This is it's happening. happening. Uh, Mike, Welcome you sound so distant. to the last all, episode. I'm sorry. What'd you say? You sound so distant. Well. Like spiritually I've or been a little emotionally. Heady yeah. lately. No, like low and like far Wait, away. It could be that uh, output you're using. But I sound good, Mike. I sound Tyler. fine, I think. Do I sound fine, Anderson Tyler? sounds the best. I sound muffled. This is normal. In my but head. And, and I... You sound okay. You sound okay. far away. You sound a little... He'll fix it later. It's fine. As long as it doesn't sound like last week's episode. Sorry for But I want to be able to react to like what Mike says. Last week. What? Distorted last week? I feel like this is not how we should open shows. I think right. my level's a little, little low, but start that's Start over right. then. Let's start over with uh, better levels. Let's not start over.